0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 in Pink Floyd on Rock 102.
1: It is a very cold outside today. It's uh, only going to be a high of about 22. It is three right now in Springfield. Guess what, Guess what though? This weekend, we could see anywhere from 1 to 16 inches. That's kind of true every single day, isn't oh, it? It's very accurate, isn't it?
0: Uh, 1 to 16. It's a bomb cyclone. And they don't know what to make of it. Papa loves Bombo. Yes, he does, in fact. Mama uh,
1: loves Bombo, too.
0: <laughs> uh, it is a Thunderbird Thursday today. Your chance to win some uh, some Thunderbird tickets, plus a whole bunch of other uh, merch. That's pretty cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. Also, uh, today we'll give you uh, another code word for Code Word Alexa. That's coming up around 7.50 this morning. Sounds like a pl-
1: What else we got?
0: Well, um probably talk about uh, eating this? breakfast and uh, drinking a lot of coffee.
1: Yeah. Well, not drinking any of those. I don't know what's or going on. you're drinking any of those. We'll have to uh, wait and see.
0: All righty. It's 535 in Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 549 and Van Halen on Rock 102.
1: Mostly sunny today with a high of 28. Tomorrow, uh, cloudy with a high of 34. And over the weekend, we could see anywhere from 1 to 16 inches. That's how accurate we are about that. Can
0: I uh, just uh, state uh, prior to the uh, the storm? But I would prefer the one inch, one inch or less yeah, than I would, 16.
1: I would prefer that too. But uh, we can't uh, predict the weather. We don't. Uh, we don't take it to a vote or like tenth caller kind of thing. I think that's how Lapis does it. He takes it to a vote in the studio. Hey, Fair. What do you think? Is it going to be one or 16 inches? Let's just go with the whole range. I've got something to say, yeah. but I'm keeping it to myself. You probably should. Hey, what do you say we hop into some Hollywood oh, trash? Yeah. Or yeah. uh, original Charlie Brown voice actor Peter Robbins died. Really? Last week at the age of 65. So, uh... Glad we got that information so quickly. Only sixty-five, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess because you had meatloaf, you had uh, Louis Anderson, uh, the Bob Saget, Buddy White you know, like, that, thing, and in the, in the, like kind of clumped together. Yeah, but that shouldn't push a guy like that aside. Sixty-five. I mean, who who doesn't remember those great cartoons? I, I don't know. What did you just do to change the sound of everything here? I didn't do anything. Are you sure? Well, I'm I'm trying to
0: adjust. I think some uh, there was a little. Uh, fiddling around with things Somebody yesterday. Somebody
1: was messing with something, because it sounds a little different than it did yesterday.
0: Yeah, no, like uh, all the levels are all over the place. Alright, well, either way. Uh, How we sound now?
1: Oh, we sound great. What about now? No, we never sound great. We just sound okay. We sound adequate. <laughs> we do. Nicholas Cray, Nicholas Cage has a crow named Hoogan, who not only talks, but also calls him names. Crows can talk. I guess so. I didn't realize that uh, crows had that ability. Uh, And Nick would also like you to know that he's goth now. It's good to know. Uh, He has been taken to, uh, he goes, the crow has been taken to calling me names. It's comical. At least it is to me. When I leave the room, he'll say bye and then go ass. Crows are very intelligent, and I like their appearance. Uh, The Edgar Allan Poe aspect. I like the goth element. I am goth, by (sighs) the way. He's, uh, he's losing it. He's, huh? he's lost it. He's way beyond uh, reality. That was uh, one of the um, movies that I watched during the quarantine was a Nicolas Cage new movie called Score to Settle. Is he uh, incapable of rejecting scripts at this point? Well, it was uh, it was a pretty crappy movie. No kidding. But I kind of forced myself through it because there was really nothing else to do. And, nothing. Uh, now, no, there's got to be something else. You I can had watch. watched all the, the famous things and then I uh, started watching that and I got sucked into it and it was horrible. I'd rather, watch, started. I'd rather watch something I've already seen. Uh, Goldie Hawn says we're failing uh, to help our children through the trauma they're facing as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, she thinks we need to concentrate on preventative care and early intervention instead of just providing crisis care. When things get out of hand,
0: doesn't uh, Dr. Fauci regularly consult with Goldie Hawn about uh, medical matters throughout the world?
1: Well, she's not. uh, She's not. She's basically talking about the mental health of teenagers. And you're right. I. I mean, I wouldn't usually go to Goldie Hawn, but she brings up a good point. Uh, She says, uh, you know. In the early 2021, the emergency room visits in the United States for suspected suicide attempts were 51% higher for adolescent girls and 4% higher for adolescent boys compared with the same period in early of 2019.
0: You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, hearing in your voice uh, mm-hmm. some level of you suggesting that I'm being sarcastic in my question about Goldie Hawn and Anthony Fauci. Well, it was a legit, legitimate statement.
1: Yes, but she's not giving. Uh, she's not talking about. Uh, the virus she's talking about the effects of the virus like the depression that these kids go through yeah and uh, she would be uh, in my top 5 of people oh, of go to I know you're saying that but it's finally a celebrity that's not posting inaccurate information or uh, you know spreading things that no, are no, to no. be true you leave that for Joe Rogan That's true. At some point, uh, the Kardashians need to realize that we know they're not perfect. But until then, we should continue calling them out when they trick us into believing otherwise. What do you think? Uh, Well, my first thought is, what would Kim say? Uh, She didn't really have anything to say. Kim Kardashian recently posted some pictures of herself on the beach modeling her skims. That's her, like, clothing line, blading suit thing, whatever the hell it is. And in one of the pics, her leg was weirdly elongated between the knee and the calf, it was clearly a Photoshop fail, right? Right, right. Uh, when the internet started calling her out on it, the photo mysteriously disappeared. But thanks to the wonders of the internet, it's still out there for all to marvel at. So, if you want to see it, I can send it to you. Yeah, do I? You want leg pics of uh, Kim Kardashian? Hell yes. Absolutely. By uh, the way, do you
0: have that uh, that Joe Rogan-Neil Young story?
1: Uh, I didn't... Uh, <laughs> So here's the deal. Yeah, Neil Young's music is no longer on Spotify because uh, earlier this week he demanded they choose between him and Joe Rogan. Say, I I heard this whole thing the other day, and I was trying to like kind of delve into it a little bit. Yeah, uh, he can't support the platform if they contribute to the spread of false COVID nineteen information. Uh, and a not so surprising uh, decision, they went with Joe Rogan.
0: Yeah, because, see, they've invested $100 million into Joe Rogan. Right. And in many cases, and not every case, because some of his albums are terrific, uh, but uh, in some cases, some of those, like, uh, you know, early 2000s uh, songs, they did you a favor. What, the Neil Young uh, stuff? Yeah. Not having it all up is really okay.
1: Well, I mean, you know, there's a guy who uh, he doesn't care about anybody else no i why should i'm saying though like he like he's doing the like if he fights to believe in something he goes all the way with it he doesn't like just say oh i'm not gonna do this now because you're not you know caving into my demands right he just says well you're just not gonna get it i I just think he's one of these guys that doesn't really care that much about you know selling more music (laughs) well
0: here's the reason he doesn't care (laughs) If you remember last year, he sold off 50% of his publishing rights to his music and made $150 million doing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At this point, he doesn't care. If you had asked him two years ago whether he would uh, you know, boycott Spotify, he would have said, oh, hell no. But now that he's, he's made his money, he doesn't care. Why should he care?
1: He doesn't need Spotify. He doesn't need anybody. No, but there's. Do you think there's some rabid Neil Young fans out there that are gonna complain that the music isn't on the Spotify? Yeah,
0: and you know where else they can
1: find it? Uh, uh, Apple Apple Music, Music or always someplace else to go. Amazon or Pandora. Uh, Let's see Uh, the most pirated movies of 2021: Godzilla versus Kong, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Black Widow, F9, and Mortal Kombat. So, all the movies that came out in 2021 were pirated. Yeah, if I was looking for Pirate films, those are the ones I'd want. It. I I, I bought one of those once, with and the, with the I can't remember what it was. I think it was. Uh, oh, it was Gladiator. Remember Gladiator back in the yeah. ne, back in the early two thousands. Yeah, and uh, somebody gave somebody gave me this DVD. This guy that I worked with. He's like, Yeah, I got Gladiator here. It's not even uh, not even out of the theaters yet. And then you like pop the DVD, and all you can do is hear people whispering and and heads bopping back and forth (laughs) with a handheld camera with a handheld camera yeah there's a pirate copy well but at least I got to see the movie (laughs) and that's your Hollywood trash on rock 102 oh yeah hello friends Bill. hey
0: good morning sports fans how the heck are you hey I don't know if you were aware of this but the Winter Olympic Games in Beijing China officially begin a week from tomorrow And while I had put all my vigorous Olympic training on hold, it'll be tough watching the U.S. men's Olympic figure skating team go on without me. However, based upon the fact that you have more than 2,800 athletes competing for just 92 gold medals during a worldwide health crisis, you might wonder, hey, is this really such a good idea? Don't worry, it's all supervised. You see, when they held the 2020 Summer Games in Tokyo, people were testing positive every single day. And that certainly didn't spook anybody into issuing a cancellation this time around. Instead, the Chinese government and their Olympic Committee have assured everybody that everything is gonna be just fine. For example, of the 3,000 Olympic arrivals so far, including athletes, coaches, trainers, and media, only 106 people have tested positive. Well, that's only slightly more than 3% of everybody there. Of course, Olympic organizers have eased testing requirements over the last few weeks. And yes, there are claims that that number of positive cases is growing rapidly. But China claims they have adopted an Olympic zero COVID policy, which means they plan to neutralize the spread of COVID, but not necessarily cases of COVID. Man, that sounds like a fantastic policy. I have no idea how something like that works exactly. And I was all for not having COVID spread to me. And yet I still wound up getting it. All these Olympic organizers have figured it all out as a mystery to me. But am I the sort of guy that's going to question the motives of a one-party socialistic government? Not as long as they're monitoring my activities on TikTok, I'm not. Let's just hope these people don't start getting crazy at the opening ceremonies next week with their open mouth kisses or rejection of hand sanitizers because that would be really uncomfortable. Either way, perhaps not making the U.S. Olympic men's figure skating team was a blessing in disguise. I guess... We'll find out next week when they light the Olympic flame with a giant cotton swab. Go USA. But hey, it never mind, Yappens Sports, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, a 35-piece right angle ratchet set, 20 bucks. A 24-piece mechanics tool set, SAE or metric, 20 bucks. It's the Craftsman 20 Buck tool sale going on at Rocky's Ace Hardware, Craftsman Socket Sets, and more. Good deals right now at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm
1: back, so that's my view from the couch.
0: Isaac Rock at 6.09 and Joan Jett on Rock 102. It's
1: going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 28. Tomorrow, uh, cloudy with a high of 34. But then we could see anywhere from 1 to 16 inches from Friday night into Sunday.
0: Don't they normally like to give us a little bit more specific information well, than a 1 to 60 Because that's a, that's a pretty broad range.
1: Well, it is a broad range. And I think that, you know, from what I understand, I'm watching the, uh, you know, National Weather Service yesterday, and then I'm watching 22, and then following that Dave Hayes guy. On, yeah. On, uh, and it basically saying, like, it's such a big storm system that they don't know exactly where it's going to go. I
0: would like so, it to go somewhere else.
1: Yeah, I'd like it to go somewhere else. So, uh, you know, I, again, I can sound like a meteorologist. You know, if we move off to the coast, we're going to only see a light rain showers along the uh, I-95 corridor. Otherwise, mm-hmm. if it goes inwards, we're going to be able to have a significant amount of snowfall.
0: Adam Stremko is on uh, 22 this morning. Yeah. There's something about a uh, a storm event. You you see this like the gears turning in Stremko's head. Like you yeah. like yeah, He wouldn't normally be on on a, on a Thursday morning, but on something like this when the yeah. entire meteorological staff is working overtime hours, yeah. you, you can see in his head. It ain't about the hours for him. It's just about the fact they're asking him to work throughout the storm. He just yeah. He's so excited about
1: these kinds of things. You can tell. He has a personalized license plate that denotes that he is some sort of forecaster. Is that, is, is that true? It's very true really, actually uh I saw him driving away one time in a parking lot out in Westfield, and uh he had a, a personalized license plate i had uh I had no idea that uh that would be his license plate
0: interesting i did not uh, I did not know that yeah. about it. you think you know a guy.
1: No, you don't really know a
0: guy. See, I would never have like a plate that told anybody what I do for a living or even identifies right. myself as being who I am.
1: So you talk about Adam Str- uh, strep throat, th- strep throat. uh Years ago, I remember meeting him and another weather guy. Yeah. Uh, out at the, uh, not the Hookie Loud, uh, Kohunaville Oh, at sure. The Holyoke Mall. Sure. It was when that place was hopping. Sure. Right. And uh, he was there with his roommate, who was also a meteorologist at 22, and I can never remember the guy's name. He had, like, black hair. He was was about the same age as Strimko. He had black hair. He had uh, glasses. Young-looking guy, you know, Mm, at the time. I'm drawing a blank. Well, anyway, uh, they were inviting people back to their place for a Doppler party. Did you go? I didn't go because I didn't know them that well. Otherwise, if they had known me, well, of course nobody. I, had, you know, I wasn't in this business, so it's not like. Yeah, age. if um,
0: if Lapis were to call to text you and say, "Hey, Stremco, uh, Stremco and I
1: are having a Doppler party. Would you go?" No, I would. Uh, well, I pretend like I was gonna go, and then berate them in text messages. Oh yeah, right. For the next five minutes, and then say, "No, I'm sorry, I'm busy that day."
0: or until they rescind their invitation because right, right. i mean honestly if you, if they think they're inviting you and you're going to do nothing but
1: mock them they they're not going to want you there i don't think so but anyway that's what's going on this weekend right now what's going on is i'm dying for a coffee
0: you uh you mentioned uh, earlier this week that you were going to have a little uh, thing done a little, uh, a, little, little t- t- a, a little a little test blood
1: test it's a blood panel it's just the regular uh thing before you go for a well, you got to do the could, fasting. You got to do the fasting. Yeah, I hate so that. So it's before you go for a visit, you get your blood thing. So now I'm I I haven't eaten anything since uh, nine thirty last yep. night. I think <clears throat> I had a snack.
0: I made myself an omelet for breakfast, and it was delicious. Yeah, we looked with a little bit of cheese. I'm sure. And then I'm drinking a a, yeah. a really good cup of coffee yeah, right sure now. You are. And uh, you're not missing much. It'll taste the same when you get
1: back. It's uh, it's okay, Bex. It's only, uh, you know, four hours away. I'll be able to go and get that blood test, and then I'll be, uh, you, know, you know, shoving Wendy's sliders down my throat. Any
0: time that I have to have fasting blood work, yeah, I try to schedule it in such a way that it accommodates my schedule uh-huh. rather than uh, anybody else's. So, for right. example, if I have to do fasting blood work, yeah, I'll do it on a Saturday morning. Yeah. That way, if I come into work, I'm not sitting around here all day with my stomach churning, dying right. for a cup of
1: coffee. So, uh, you know, I think I would normally uh, would want to do something like that. Yes. But my health care uh, provider does not have the Saturday hours available for uh, business open. Can't yeah. you
0: go to uh, any number of uh,
1: laboratories in the area? Well, I probably could, but... Uh, there's no close laboratories near my house that are open on Saturday mornings. Well,
0: that was your choice to live all the way out there. That might have been my
1: choice, but down but down, I'm but down you here know. near
0: civilization, there's a couple of places uh-huh. that are open by uh, by like
1: eight o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. You know, you say that. I get outside this morning. I get in the I get in the car. It's negative one, right? <laughs> So I start the car, and I start driving, because I'm taking Mike Quincy's advice. He's saying, you don't need to warm up a car. You can just go. So there was no frost on the windows or anything, so I didn't have to heat it up. I just got in the car. I'm freezing my ass off. And as I'm driving up the hill from Huntington into Montgomery, because it's like the back way to go. Right. As I drive up the hill, I can see the temperature gauge go, dink, down to (laughs) two. And then finally, at the top of the hill, it went down to negative three. But then when I got to West Springfield, it was like six degrees. Yeah, which was weird. I don't know. Well, how it's
0: loud. closer to the equator. I guess so, so. Yeah, yeah I right, think West Springfield is. is much closer to yeah. uh,
1: Florida or uh, the Carolinas. Right. I, I would think the elevation, though, you being yeah.
0: closer to the sun, it might uh, that might help you too. Well,
1: yeah, either way, uh, it didn't work out that way, and uh, the, mm. the temperature was dropping. But. Um, uh, where was I going with this? I don't, I don't really, know. Know. I don't really I know. know. I mean, I don't we're know.
0: talking about the fasting blood work. and, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. and then. So I got to uh, do all, a... all
1: that. And I don't have the ability to go on a Saturday uh, uh, for many reasons. I'm sure you have good reasons. We have a show to do here Saturday morning. I cannot go <clears throat> to that on a Saturday morning.
0: Steve, I, you know I'd cover for you. Yeah, I'm sure you I'd have Coombs over I'm here and sure no time at yeah. all. But, you know, the thing is, uh, I, I mean, I know it's inconvenient. It's always inconvenient. But I always feel like the level of inconvenience on a Saturday is yeah. less than if I go and do it on a day uh, that I would not on a school on a school day. Yeah, and I've I done it. I've that. done it both ways. I've done it both ways. And. I find that I hate it if I got to fast and do this show. I can't concentrate. I can't do this show to uh to my exacting standard and they're very very high standards without some caffeine in my system. And they don't like they don't want you to have any caffeine when you're doing the blood panel. Well, it Thro- throws the numbers off.
1: If you had a caffeine pill, you could probably take it.
0: Yeah, and I don't have that. I don't have any handy. Used to have Vibrin or uh, no doze on me all the time back in uh, back in my school days,
1: but not now. See, they just say it's a fasting thing. They don't say how long it's supposed to be. Um, they say about twelve hours, right? Yeah, it's like twelve yeah, hours, ten to twelve hours. But you're but
0: not but you're not going to wake up at if let's say you got to be there at ten. You're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna have your final meal at ten p.m. and then go to sleep.
1: No, well, I tried to do that. I tried to ha- I had a snack last night around 9.30. That was about, uh, that, that was my meal. All right. And then. Was um, it substantial? No, it was a, uh, a, a buffalo chicken roller bite from Cumbies.
0: Oh, my God. You, you should have
1: eaten an entire ham. I just wanted something to uh, tide you, over, uh, for you over for the next Please, twelve hours. hours, and uh, the buffalo. I was on my way home. The buffalo chicken roller was there. It was only a dollar forty nine. I took it.
0: Uh, that, that's an insane food to eat.
1: but I'm. T- I,
0: listen, in the future, mm-hmm. take your Saturday. Yeah. Invest your time into finding a lab that'll do your blood work on a Saturday. Yeah, but back once you do it. Once, you- listen to me. Yeah. Once you do it. Yeah, you'll say to yourself in your head, Why, have, why
1: I... have I not been doing this all along? Well, I've done that before, but the idea is for me to drive thirty to forty minutes to go get the blood test on a Saturday morning when I'd rather be near some. Like, I wish the place near my house was open, mm-hmm. but it's not. So this is my conundrum, and I have to suffer through this show with I, you. I know, I know, it's not easy. For four hours, and then have to, you know, go I'll go get my blood taken.
0: This is what I do. Uh, the last time I I did it, I think I uh, I, I went to uh, a lab here in East Meadow. That yeah. was uh, that was open at eight o'clock. Got my uh, my blood taken, and then I immediately drove down the road to uh, La Fiorentina and shoved my faces with a bunch of shoyadels Yeah, and you it, know what? Yeah,
1: it was fantastic. See, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna do, because all those places are
0: open. They're all open, and I and I'm eating shoyadels by the by the dozens.
1: You know, who has got uh, good food too. Is that Shelburne Falls? Oh yeah, Do you no, ever I have know. a sandwich there?
0: I have had a sandwich there. It's quite good. good. Yeah. Yes, I know.
1: Uh, very uh, like what is it, artisan? Is that they call it?
0: Yes, but you know, I mean, does a uh, does an artisan really make just you know cookies and uh, and pound cake? I don't know. I don't know either.
1: I got a I got a great story to tell. I probably should have told it now, but we'll probably have to wait. No, this, is a, this is a perfectly good time filler. Uh, I have a follow-up on my construction going on at my home. Oh, okay. And uh, possibly some credit card fraud involved. So I'll give you some more details on that All right. coming up later. In well, there the you meantime, have it. Uh, We can take a break and come back and talk about other things. Not a problem. It's uh,
0: 620 with uh, Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Freedom Credit Union has always been about...
0: It's 622 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Today is a Thunderbird Thursday. You will uh, get a chance at winning some tickets to an upcoming Thunderbirds home game, plus a bunch of uh, other great swag that they got along with it. So that is uh, coming up later on this morning. And also, code word Alexa, uh, today and tomorrow, your last two days to qualify for the Amazon Echo Dot.
1: Ooh. The Echo Dot. Yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. coming
0: to an end uh, tomorrow.
1: Uh, so uh, I was telling you this off the air about Little Debbie Snacks. Yes. They're getting their own ice cream flavors. Oh, my but God. But not all of the ones. Not all of the ones I would want.
0: Well, you, you, you remember a while back when they came out with Girl Scout cookie ice cream? Mm-hmm. They didn't have the whole range of Girl Scout cookies. I think they picked, like, their top three sellers and then went at it. What are, what, are they, uh, what are they turning into ice cream from uh, the Little Debbie's so, arsenal of snack cakes?
1: Uh, oatmeal cream pies. No, oh, that's a popular which, one. Which, by the way, are not made of oatmeal. Did you know that? There's no oatmeal in those things? Read the ingredients on the side of the, uh, let's see, uh, oatmeal. It's not. It's not even, it's nothing. There's no oatmeal in it.
0: Well, that's probably for the best. Because, you know, from what I understand, oatmeal is healthy. And anyone eating Little Debbie's is not interested in health. Uh, Typically o-
1: speaking, oatmeal pie ingredients list. Uh, yeah, corn syrup and rich flour, mm-hmm. uh, wheat flour, barley. Not nut one of those things is oatmeal on there. Nothing that actually grows from the earth. No. Well, it grows from the earth. You know, the wheat flour and the barley malt and the niacin and the reduced iron and the yeah, thiamine you know, the- and the robe of riboflavin and the other stuff.
0: Yeah, but all that flour is bleached in a science lab. So you know, it's all it's all it's all good.
1: Uh so. Uh, cosmic brownies all right okay zebra cakes
0: nah mm. zebra cakes i'm not I'm uh, not into that
1: uh honey buns
0: all uh, right honey buns i can see swiss rolls i can't see those either oh i can see the swiss rolls those are the the, the like the like the chocolate uh, little cakes with the filling inside it's right it's a
1: spin it's like a like a twisted uh, it's like a roll Yeah. It's got the, like a like a not Spiraled. that much different than, say, like a yodel. No, very much like a yodel. But not, but not dipped in the chocolate. The strawberry shortcake rolls uh, and nutty
0: bars. All right, the nutty buddies, I got to tell you, those are delicious. And you mix that up with some ice cream, I'm all over it. Um, Telling you, Little Debbie Snack Cakes got me through COVID. Forget about your horse tranquilizers and uh, your ivermectin or whatever it is. Little Debbie Snack Cakes made me feel better every time I had them. Yeah, I
1: didn't go that route. I actually lost weight. Uh, I maintained my weight. Yeah. I because I didn't do that whole like you were telling me about that and I that was the one, the one fear that I had going I don't want to get into this because I don't want to like I don't want to uh, get into a habit right. of eating crap every True. day. I already eat crap every day.
0: Oh, I'm back to eating well now. But <laughs> yeah. but you know in in that period of time yeah uh you know I was not so concerned about Gaining weight or losing weight. I just wanted to get past the 11 days of being sick. And Little Debbie's just made me feel all uh, you know, warm and cozy inside, as it is, as it is designed to do. Um, With all those chemicals and uh, saturated fats, that's what the whole purpose of why science created them.
1: In my, uh, my really fat days, I used to buy those uh, Little Debbie fudge rounds every morning. Ooh, yeah, oh, those man, good, they were yeah. only 99 cents. Those are good, though. They were good. Yeah, they it, are good. They're still good, but I, they should make an ice cream flavor out of that. I'd like to see ice cream flavors made out of entom cakes. That would be something. Would I that would be, be something? Enten- yeah. Um, you know,
0: like those little those chocolate donuts with the little, uh, little those little nubs on top, those chocolatey nubs. Yes. Yeah. Am those, I right? I love
1: those things. I love them. Those are was it was a devil's food crumbs. Or Maybe crumbs? that I forgot what they called
0: it because you know, if I saw that on the shelf back in my fat day, real fat days, I would have grabbed a box or two of those. Now those would make good, uh, good ice cream.
1: Yeah, I think they would absolutely make good ice cream. You know, when I had those uh, those little Debbie fudge rounds, when I was buying them every day, I used to stop at a gas station. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> go in there and the. Uh, the clerk would give color commentary on everything I'd buy. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that either. Yeah, that's too much. And then uh, she had a bit of a speech impediment. So she would be like, <laughs> good morning, oh little Debbie, was the champions. <laughs> and I would be like, it's too early in the morning for this. Oh. It sounds like I'm in a cartoon. It sounded like I was in like a... Like a Bugs Bunny cartoon or something. Fudge wounds. Fudge wounds. wishes. see wishes. Black was the champions. Let's laugh. Tell me, tell me what's fun. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock 102. Oh my God, that is hilarious. Springfield's classic rock. See that? That should have been the joke. <laughs> That should have been the joke right there. We're laughing at that rather than yeah. anything you're going to possibly well, tell. Well, because I'm trying to, you know, uh, <laughs> help our listeners along with their participation in the show yeah. by giving us the joke of the day. This one coming from our buddy Steve Hawk out in where?
0: Oh, yeah. He was upset that you didn't tell us joke yesterday. Well, I'm going to tell it today. You ready? Yes. What do you call someone who takes care of chickens? I don't know, Steve. What do you call someone who takes care of chickens? A chicken
1: tender. <laughs> <laughs> A chicken tender. <laughs> You ever have chicken tenders for breakfast? Quakers, the Quack Quack is the champion! Do you yes. <laughs> wish?
0: Booyah! Bax and O'Brien. 631 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Well, like one of those things we can still laugh about Well, you know, five minutes later. <laughs> the problem
0: oh, is, you, you and I are still. Making jokes right. about that uh, situation uh, off the air and yeah. is still funny even after what three minutes?
1: Uh, yeah, three minutes. Uh, even uh, man, what was it was ten years now, probably. Fantastic! About funny. How about that? <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's what's going on: A Hamden County Sheriff's Department vehicle was involved in a car accident on West Avenue in Ludlow uh, Wednesday afternoon. According to the department, the accident occurred around 3:25 p.m. An inmate was inside the vehicle at the time of the accident, and the airbags were deployed in the cruiser. Two correctional officers and the inmate were taken to a nearby hospital for treatment but are expected to be okay. Uh, as of 4.30 p.m. yesterday, since we have had no other updates about this, uh, West Avenue from Gadu Street was closed. Ah. But it's, it's probably not anymore.
0: I would think that after all this time, they probably cleared things out.
1: You would think that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they did.
0: No, but 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 uh, you rarely get a public announcement that things are clear and yeah,
1: all now, good. I always kind of wondered about that like uh, you know when like a like a Brinks truck gets in an accident or or anything that is obviously like this, you're you're transporting someone, probably not somebody who's rabidly dangerous, but still you're in he it's a person in custody, you're providing the uh escort for him to wherever he's going. Right uh I was like wonder like, what's the protocol for that do they call like the other sheriff's deputies to rush over there to make sure that somebody's covering the scene you know what I mean like yeah. I don't know how that works
0: I don't really know how that works either but uh you know it would be nice to get updates as far as like uh you know our traffic situations clear right like it'd be okay yeah. it'd be like okay everything's uh, fine now you can take that road even though you're trying to, you've been been told for to like the last two and a half hours, don't take this road because it's all backed up or closed.
1: Right. I'd like them to it. say
0: yeah, every, yeah, everything is clear.
1: Yeah, I don't think I don't think
0: that. I would like that notification.
1: But going back to the inmate thing, uh, Harrison Ford did it in The Fugitive. The bus You're rolled right. over, got and hit by a train, right? And then he ran away.
0: And then he spent the next two hours looking for that one armed man. Uh, yeah, let me see if I get
1: uh. Uh, oh, the road is clear. By the way, all right, good, good. <laughs> Just so you know that it's, good it's been that long. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I always wondered what the what the protocol was. at. do they send like it was like the vice cops come out, like surround the vehicle before the EMTs can get there. Like got you, you know you take yeah, know. you take care of the two deputies that are in the front, but the inmate in the back. Come on.
0: Well, I mean, there's only so much medical ass- <laughs> a medical assistance to go around. Really, yeah. you know.
1: Like, they just around the vehicle and go, put your hands on your head. I mean, uh, behind your back, uh, like they are. You didn't uh, say Simon uh, Says. Uh, you didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, U.S. Small Business Administration is assisting businesses affected by the four-alarm fire that happened in Longmeadow in late November. SBA Administrator uh, is- Isabella Guzman made loans available in response to a letter from Governor Baker requesting a disaster declaration by the federal agency SBA. The loans are intended to assist... Through the disaster recovery period to apply for assistance, you can visit the uh, Business Recovery Center at 211 Maple Road in Longmeadow, or uh, they have a website too, so you can check that out. All but right. uh, that's—I uh, th- haven't seen. Have you been by there at all? I haven't seen what the what it looks like. Um, where is it again? The 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 Armadas uh, Plaza. I have
0: not actually been past there. No.
1: I just didn't know like, what it looks like. You know, How are they you know, demolishing it? Is it, is it in progress? Yeah, that, I mean, with the weather and everything like that, I don't even know what it's... Uh...
0: In, in fairness, I haven't really been over on Maple Street in, uh, in Longmeadow in a long, long time. Well, so. and
1: you know what? When I go for my blood test, maybe I'll take that way home. And then report back. Yeah, I you will. What's going on over there? I will let you know if the road is closed or not. The uh, Pyramid Company of Holyoke and Sterling Developers of New Jersey proposed to construct an upscale, professional-style apartment complex on the north side of West Springfield. Wow. Yeah. The developers requested a zone change for 711 Whitney Avenue to enable the project. In a public hearing before the town council on January 18th, they described their plans and fielded questions from skeptical neighbors. There's an economic benefit. This development would bring an element to West Springfield that doesn't exist and set a new standard and hope for additional development. That's the uh, consultants from Pyramid. The uh, 17-acre parcel of land is on Holyoke City line near the Holyoke Mall. Pyramid's uh, Rich Cypek and Mayor Will Reichelt has endorsed the project and... uh, There is unanimous support from the planning board with a 4-0 vote last month. Upscale apartments in West Springfield near the mall.
0: I've always found that there is a population in West Springfield that are very sophisticated.
1: You know, the the weird thing is when, like, they build these new places, Mm -hmm. you're building them, like, a tenth of a mile away from, like, the toll house. (laughs) And... Bob Court. Yeah, Bob's Court. Yeah, yeah no, I know. No, it's just Bob Court. It's it, not Bob's Court. Oh, I th- I thought it's it was just possessive. Bob Court. No. Wow. Yeah. They couldn't afford the apostrophe or the S.
0: Yeah, they're really just a, a a short jaunt down the road from Mingles too, which is no longer there. I know. That's yeah. uh, but you know, had that's they had they been planning ahead, yeah. imagine if that clientele had uh, switched over to a more gentrified uh, you know bunch of folks.
1: I should I should I should buy Mingles and revitalize that. That would be a good project. You know what? Uh, it, it it would be. It hey, would be. Uh, they did it with Geraldine's. They moved the ho- and they moved the whole operation over to Chickabee.
0: There's something uh, weird to be driving past the old uh, Geraldine's building, which is now a and a jewelry store.
1: Like a like a nice like a nice jewelry store. Like not yeah. It's not like a, It's not like one of them pawn shops. Like, it's actually a, a very yeah. Uh, you know, astute jewelry store, if you will.
0: Wouldn't it be uh, just so ironic if you met a woman at Geraldine's? Yeah. Granted, she may be old enough to be your mom, but let's just say you meet her at the Wrinkle Ranch. and Then several years later, yeah. after dating you side, you know what? I'm gonna buy this honey a diamond ring, and I'm gonna get it. The old Geraldine's.
1: Oh, so it all comes full circle. Total full circle. Much like the love and a ri- representation of a ring. Right. Yeah. Anyway,
0: you know, it's been a couple years yeah. since uh, you know, the old Wrinkle Ranch was in operation, and you want to get that ring before she has to be checked into the home, so you want to you, wanna, you know, strike while the iron's still hot,
1: while she's still got a pulse. You know, I met this girl 20 years ago at the Geraldine's, and we go way back. I was a young buck of 21. She was a young
0: divorcee of 83 years old. Well, no,
1: (laughs) you got to go with, like, mid-50s, right? 55. Mid-50s, but she certainly was hot to trot back then. uh, 30 years, no, 20 years later, uh, she's 75, and she wants me to feed her uh, uh, food, uh, chopped up in a food processor.
0: And despite all the many prescriptions for Valtrex, we still love each
1: other today. Oh man, I miss those days. I, I, I they I showed you last year, I think it was last year. I don't know. I get I lose time now with this whole pandemic thing. Right. But uh it was either last year or the year before. They were selling the awning that went around the outside of the building at Geraldine's. And on the on the front part of the building. It oh yeah. The green awning. And the guy wanted like I don't know, like a thousand bucks for it. I would I would I didn't want that though. I wanted the misspelled l- lounge. lounge sign
0: the long u or whatever it was l u o n g e y-
1: right yeah Wh- I, somebody's I st- got that you you i i want to i want to know the story behind it and why they never changed because it because clearly somebody must have caught that within at least a day of that sign being up going uh that's not how you spell lounge but there's got to be some quirky story <laughs> to go behind it you know what i mean you, you would think uh, that uh,
0: whoever owned that building would have eventually changed it when they had the money to do so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know how many nights of electrocution you need to open in order to make to order to pay for the sign. But
1: listen, man, if you got like guaranteed business coming in every week, what do you really got to do? Yeah, you know what I mean. That's What's it. the incentive if nobody's complaining about it? And now, like you know, you, you open this place, and now you're twenty years into it. The carpet is still the same than it was 20 years ago. It's just scented with citrus fruits from mixed drinks.
0: Listen, you you got uh, at least uh, 200 to 350-year-old women ordering Cosmos a night at that place. The least you could do is fix your sign. Yeah.
1: I went in there one time during, I don't know what the hell, it was some kind of special night they were having there. And uh, a bunch of us go, guys go in, you know, hunting the prowl for the cougar. Yeah right. You know, and uh, there a fight broke out within like five minutes, and uh, the drink that I had in my hand was now all over me because of the melee. We decided to leave. Really? Yeah. I've never.
0: Oh, I've never seen a fist fight in that place. I, mean, I can't weird. say I've been in the place a whole hell of a lot.
1: It was like a Wednesday night, and it was some kind of special night that they were having, and the place was packed. Wow. On a Wednesday. Imagine that. I know. Crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> Federal agents and local police recovered a large haul of suspected fentanyl during a raid on uh, Merline Avenue Tuesday in uh, East Longmeadow. A second floor tenant, Carlos Gonzalez, was arrested after a search of his home and charged with drug, drug trafficking plus improper storage of a firearm. He was arraigned in Palmer District Court yesterday. According to police report, agents with the U.S. Uh, drug Enforcement Administration and task force members, including local police, recovered nearly a kilogram of opioids in a safe and a plethora of manufacturing equipment stashed in a section of the basement that was only accessible through a hatchway. A plethora. That's a lot. What does that mean? A, uh, a plethora
0: is a multitude of things.
1: Yeah, but if you're writing a police report, wouldn't you say exactly how many different things are there?
0: Shy of actually sitting uh, there and counting, uh, and that may be the job of somebody else. You could say a plethora, and people would understand what you mean is a plethora.
1: Counterfeit Oxycontin labels, blenders used to grind and form pills, plastic bags used to store pills, loose green powdery substance, a homemade filtration system, multiple scales used to measure weight, and a multitude of pill manufacturing equipment was located. It's important to note that based upon the information shared by the DEA, the, the pills may contain fentanyl. Damn.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's serious stuff. Now, uh, what do they call this? Like a like a, a
1: pill factory? A pill mill. Pill mill. Yeah, yeah right. Well no. you gotta have the catchy name to it if you want people to come to it. <clears throat> well that's it's all marketing, really. You know, if you call it uh like I don't know The Pill Republic. Nobody yeah. really wants to go to a place like that.
0: The drug hut. Drug hut sounds good. That would be pretty good. Kind of like Pizza Hut, but right. with drugs.
1: Yeah, well you could do you could do a like a variation on all uh names of things. Yeah uh, like uh like uh like, instead of Joanne Fabric, it would be Joanne Fentanyl. Yeah, but then all of a sudden you're, just you're damaging like
0: a, the reputation of that, Joanne, and she may be a very nice woman.
1: That sounds like a Joanne who would be selling Fentanyl on the street. Right? I don't know. Uh, what do what, uh, you get to uh, Texas Pill House? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. How about
0: just Fentanyl? Yeah. Apple Pills. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See? We could, we could do a whole lot yeah, of this Yeah, there stuff you go. Here. Sure. Uh, let's see, yada, 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 da, 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 we have some other stuff bags. So I guarantee you, there's, uh, there's something right here. Do you have any, uh, and then I woke up in the hospital stories? No, actually,
0: anytime I've been to a hospital, I was, uh, pretty coherent walking in.
1: Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never questioned, even with, like, you know, minor surgeries or anything like that, I've never, like, had this, oh, my God, how did I get here? Yeah.
0: Thing. I mean, I've had plenty of what happened type of mo, You know, what did I do last night type of moments, but never, never that resulted in a, a hospital stay.
1: We, uh, we can always fall back on Reddit because that's what we do here. At Rock, we? <laughs> but uh, someone uh, on Reddit asked for stories about waking up in the hospital and having no idea how you got there. Here's a couple of them. Uh, someone woke up in a hospital after bar hopping on their 21st birthday. turned out they did too many shots and hit their head after jumping out of a moving taxi. Yeah, that would be uh, Uh, a, hey, how did I get here? (laughs) Uh, A guy was riding his bike, woke up in the hospital, and found out he'd been hit in the head by a flying squirrel. That's pretty interesting.
0: Was there a moose by?
1: And now here's something you'll really like. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Guess you better
0: better get a new hat.
1: Uh, Someone was at a pool, then woke up in a hospital. They found out they drowned. They were in a coma for two days, but went home a week later. No kidding. That is kind of weird. That is weird. A uh, guy woke up in the hospital and realized he didn't die in the motorcycle accident that he was in. He called it a pleasant surprise. <laughs> I, can't, I don't have any legs, but yeah, what a, what a delight. Uh, a guy woke up handcuffed to a hospital bed. Turned out he'd been hit by a drunk driver, and they strapped him to the bed because he kept trying to pull the catheter out. Ooh, yeah.
0: Oh. No, do not do that.
1: I knew somebody who did that years ago after he had a uh, appendectomy. Oh really? Not an appendectomy. Right. An appendectomy. And uh I guess he was like struggling when he woke up to get the catheter out of him? Well, I don't know. He's he's he I don't even remember uh doing it. They just told me that I was like uh flailing around and I pulled the catheter out.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, uh those catheters aren't in there, you're not, you're not supposed to be fiddling with it like you're you're trying to start up a lawnmower.
1: Um, yeah, I don't think that's yeah, I don't think you're supposed to do to be that doing that. Um, but uh, man, I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be in a panic situation like that, waking up in a hospital, not knowing where I am.
0: I remember as a as a kid, um, having my tonsils out and and waking up and fiddling with the tubes in my nose. Yeah, And I was told not to do that. And I just went, you know, right back to sleep. But I remember like,
1: like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Yeah,
0: you know, I'm, you know, I'm in kindergarten, like a first grade or something like that. And I had no idea why these things were in my, were in my nose. And I don't like that. Oh. Nothing should be in your nose, but say like a finger at that age. A finger. Yeah. Yeah. First grade kindergarten. You're picking you know, your nose all the time.
1: You know, where that finger's been. Well, I would
0: like to think that uh, the hospital was a uh, sterile environment.
1: Uh, A guy drank too much and fell off of a horse, which was a metal statue of a horse outside the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas, (laughs) and then woke up in a hospital the next day. That's a good night in Vegas. That is is a good night in Vegas. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, going to be mostly sunny with a high of 28. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 34. Could see 1 to 16 inches from Friday night into Saturday. Who knows? It's 1 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah.
0: Is it snowing in Southwick? Are there power outages in 6.52? And Paul McCarty and Wings on Rock 102.
1: Mostly sunny today with a high of 28. It is 2 in downtown Springfield.
0: Hey, uh, a couple of things uh, related to the, uh, the Baxin O'Brien uh, Daily Podcast. Uh-huh. You miss a show? Uh, check out the podcast on BaxinObrien.com, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Stitcher. And Spotify, you can listen to it on your phone, your smart, uh, uh, your smart uh, speaker, like your Amazon Echo Dot, which you won here on Rock One Hundred and Two, or your laptop or whatever. Also, Baxi's musical podcast: two interviews up this week. Uh, The one that's posted today with uh, legendary album cover artist Iannis, originally from uh, from Greece, now living in New Haven. Uh, He's basically done uh, covers for over three hundred albums. It's pretty interesting. Conversation and he has a gallery show coming up uh, tomorrow night and Saturday in uh, West Yarmouth on the Cape. And also my conversation with uh, Marshall Tucker and uh, Marshall Tucker, Marshall Crenshaw is uh, is still up on O'Brien dot com. So make sure you check that out. They're both pretty cool interviews. Uh,
1: what, how do you say his name? Iannis. Iannis. Uh, wouldn't it be cool if he lived in Hyannis? To so be honest, from Hyannis.
0: That would be something. Yeah. Right. Hey, We should uh, maybe make a suggestion. You, he
1: might want to look at real estate elsewhere. in the. In the can in you the imagine
0: Louisville? being someone that moved from Athol
1: uh, to Hyannis? No, but I can uh, I It can would seem go, to be redundant. I could go from Athol straight to Yarmouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, back I, to Cummington, if you know what I'm saying. Will you be yeah. staying at the Camelot Inn? Uh, uh, the kit, where is that? In Yarmouth. In Yarmouth. <laughs> Can I spend a weekend in Dennis? Thank
0: you very much. He stays there frequently yeah, A friend I understand. Right. Not there's anything wrong with that. How about a sandwich, too? <laughs> <laughs> it's 6.55 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. GG Inks.
1: Screen printing and embroidery. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Blow with the king of snow and errands at rockies
0: hey good morning sports fans how the heck are you folks when the day finally comes for me to retire from his godforsaken business exactly 3517 days away from today i will walk out the door with a cardboard box in my hand and never look back unless i forget my keys or my phone is still charging in the office or if somebody brings a cake but other than that you couldn't drag me back into the door with a nautical witch so whenever somebody asks a professional athlete when they think they're going to retire, I always wonder, what's going on behind their thick and skulls? Yesterday in an interview with TMZ Sports, former Patriot tight end Rob Gronkowski was asked that if he had to make a decision right this very moment about whether he'll be back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next season, what would he do? Now obviously no professional athlete wants to forecast the future as it might have a negative impact on leveraging new endorsement opportunities. However, in this case, Gronk responded by saying, quote, if they're like, Rob, you got to decide right now, right this second, if you'll be playing next year, I would say no, not right now. But two days after the season, I'd be like, no, I'm not playing. He then quickly added, but who knows, in three weeks, it might be a yes. Way to dodge the bullet there, son. Of course, I would remind everybody that after years of sustaining several crushing injuries while playing in Foxborough, Gronk has already retired once in his life. Sure, playing football is fun, but it wasn't so much fun in 2019 when he retired from the Patriots. And yet, he came back to win his fourth Super Bowl championship with Tom Brady in Tampa. And that's what separates a guy like him from a guy like me. He's just dopey enough to come back and change his mind whereas I will gladly live off my investments, my 401k, and my social security checks for the remainder of my life without any consideration of staging a comeback. Listen, I'm not saying he's out the door, but if you're listening to what he's saying, he's at least considering the idea. And frankly, I'd support that decision 100%, which I'm sure would be very validating for him to hear if he were still here. But hey, another of my Yappin sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. No, there are no Carhartt cufflinks or Carhartt bow ties. Carhartt makes clothing for people who do real work. Go to Rockies for Carhartt jeans and jackets and hats and gloves. Carhartt workwear. Get it today at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 7.07 and 38 special on Rock 102.
1: We're looking at uh, mostly sunny skies today uh, with a high of 28. Tomorrow, uh, cloudy with a high of 34, but uh, it's going to be a low of 1 for the overnight again tonight. Yeah. It it is 1 right now, so... God bless us, everyone.
0: A little bit later on this hour, we'll give you uh, another code word for code word, Alexa, your chance yeah. of winning an Amazon Echo Dot around 7:50 this morning.
1: All right. Hey, uh, so uh, I was telling you about uh, the, all these little projects I got going on in my home. Yeah. And I was supposed to get a lot of this stuff done while I was on vacation. Is that cutting out? What did you just do? I didn't I didn't do anything. This thing is cutting out for some reason. Am I cutting out to you? No. Okay. No, you all sound right. must as be something here.
0: lifelike as you normally do.
1: Uh, irregardless, uh, so I was telling you about these little home projects, and a, a couple of these things were supposed to be done while I was g- while I was gone on vacation, sure. which never happened because you were I sick. Wound, wound up with the COVID 19s so then uh, so then all this stuff is actually, you know, now these guys are available this week, and and things are getting done. And I had this problem with this with the shower. Two different guys, two different guys come and do two different things. Okay, because right? one was you know more. Versed in the other thing than the other guy is, whatever, you know, okay, so the one guy he uh, him and his partner take down the uh, the dry there was, there was a leak coming through my ceiling it, from the bathroom up above. and I was you know it was pretty significant, and I thought it was like the pipe's leaking or something. Right. So they ripped all that out. It turns out it was not the plumbing the uh, the, the real problem was the shower. Uh, didn't have a door on it. It only has like the. There's uh, like a curtain? There's the curtain, but when you have uh, two kids who like to take lengthy showers, oh, yeah, and right. not really know how to keep that curtain inside mm-hmm. the, the shower. Because it- all it is is a stand up shower and it's only got about a two inch lip at the bottom of it. So it's spilling out all over the floor. It was and then spilling leaking. out on the gotcha. floor, and it's it's hardwood floor, which I don't know why anybody would do that to in a, a bathroom, bathroom. But it's hardwood floor. It all looks right. good, but it's just weird looking because you just don't see that all the time. And wood rots when it gets wet. Well, and that's what you know was gonna probably be the next step. You know what I mean? If we didn't take care of this issue. So uh, that guy says, you know what, you really should get a shower door for this. That's probably going to solve your problems, right? Sure. So I, uh, I'm, on the, I'm on the phone with the other guy because he's doing a kitchen sink for me, right? <clears throat> okay. And, I, and I'm telling him about this whole thing. He's like, you know what, meet me at a store tomorrow, a, a store that sells... Uh, uh, those kinds of things. ...hardware and things like that. So okay. we, we went to this store. I met him there, and then I told you yesterday I didn't have my wallet on me. Yes. Now, I wasn't really sure how this whole transaction was going to go. I just, like, because in the past, like, he's just bought the stuff, and I just give him the money later, and then, you know, that's it, right? So we go into the uh, the store, and we go find all the things that we need, and then uh, I'm like, you know what, dude, I don't have my wallet on me. Can you, can you get this? And he goes, you know, I don't have my credit card on me either. You know, you're talking like $800 worth of stuff. You know, like
0: So you you got two, yeah. two dudes in a, in, a, in, a, in a store. In a store. No one has the ability to pay for well, the merchandise that you've already chosen. But Probably have one of them flatbed push things.
1: I have my new iPhone with oh. my credit card on it. Oh, sure. So you can just bop that right up to the Apple Pay thing. Yeah, your Apple wallet. <clears throat> well, this particular store does not have the ability to do that they don't no this is a, I, they don't even have
0: If this is the same store I'm thinking about this yeah. is a, a you know, pretty advanced retail you establishment would think,
1: and uh basically what happens is uh it doesn't uh, it doesn't doesn't do it that way no you know? kidding yeah boy are they behind the eight ball they don't have the they don't even have the ability to do the chip card like the or they have the ability to do the chip card thing they don't have the tap you know how you can take the new cards and you can tap them
0: yeah I still' un- I still insert
1: Oh, I always tap. You tap. Oh, it's so much easier.
0: I like the yeah. I like the penetration of the machine.
1: Yeah, no, I just kind of like to I like to do a go around the rim. Yeah, you know, and just kind of like you right. know, what do they job, uh, they do fraud, that, right? What they call yeah, that kind of job? I forgot what they call it. There's the a really word sure. for it. I,
0: I I prefer the penetration.
1: Yeah. So anyway, uh, so the guy says to me behind the uh, counter, he's like, yeah, he's like, we don't we don't have that technology, and I said, and then he said, well, you can open a. Uh, You can open a credit card with us, and you can save whatever the hell it was. And I go, well, I don't don't have my license on me. And then he's, like, looking at me, and he's looking at the guy I'm with, and he goes, do you know your license number? And I go, yeah. And he goes, we can sign you up right here. So the guy let me. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) I didn't really want to do this because, A, I take great pride in my credit history. I have, I, I, that's like, you know, for all the failings in my life, mm-hmm. at least my credit score is excellent.
0: Over 800?
1: It's, a it's, uh, it was, well, it was an 810. I don't know what it's going to be now.
0: Now that you got this credit card. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: So I kind of don't like to, you know, make inquiries or open up a new account. Yeah. And I'm sure it's a small amount, you know, because it's probably only going to give me like a, maybe a. Couple grand for credit, right? But with a very healthy interest rate. I'm sure. Well, only after six months. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, I mean, my 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 intention was to pay for this any outright. Yeah. I wasn't even going to use a credit card. I was just going to pay. I was going to, you know, use my bank, but I didn't have my card with me, so I had really no other option other than to go all the way home, which was going to be like forty minutes, right? And then, you know, it would be like over an hour by the time I would get it done. So uh, the guy let me uh, fill out a credit application. And it got accepted. And now I have this new store credit card.
0: couple of things. Yeah. First of all, you have your license number committed to memory? Yes. I don't have mine committed to memory I at all.
1: I have had this uh, kind of thing that I can remember phone numbers from when I was like a kid. Like, I can remember people's phone numbers. I
0: couldn't even tell you the first number. Yeah.
1: Oh, I could.
0: Yeah, no, I, I can absolutely not do that. And I'm fascinated when somebody has the ability to do that. I could never do that.
1: Do you remember your phone number from when you were a kid? Yes. But,
0: but the was... only reason why is that my sister still maintains that number.
1: Oh really?
0: Yeah, because, that's
1: pretty interesting. Yeah, that, that to have a number for that long.
0: Well, because you know she she bought my mother's yeah. house years ago. Yeah, kept my mother's phone number, and then when she moved, she didn't want to get a new number, right. so she so she kept it. So we've had that phone number in the family since 1973. Wow. So that, you know that's I can remember that, but when my mother got an you know, an apartment many years ago. I had to look it up or yes. I had to you know, use the, the, uh, the letters <laughs> on the phone to to spell it out. Yeah and I think uh, the number came uh, you know came back and it, it's spelled
1: a couple words. you know uh, That's the only way I <laughs> could remember it. You know, I had one of those and uh, it was a very uncouth word yeah that uh, was at the end of it. Yeah and uh, I was told by uh, the girl I was dating at the time. Yeah, if you're going to keep telling the people that's your number, <laughs> then this isn't going to work out. <laughs> I decided to keep the number. Yeah, <laughs> why, not? yeah, yeah why not? Why not?
0: Uh, but, but, but but the other thing is, even if you remember the, the, uh, the number, mm-hmm. isn't that a little sketchy that you didn't have to produce any other identifying information? Well, I
1: think this guy was trying to help me out because he saw that I was in a desperate situation right. where I needed to get this thing, but... Uh it wasn't really legal, I wouldn't think. I don't know. I now, I don't know don't what don't you the- need to see a physical ID when you do those things?
0: I would think that anyone could show up to see, a store I, I'm and only, give I'm give, only, give off information that might be
1: faulty. I'm only complaining about well, now because I got what I want. So <laughs> I gotta tell you the whole story Yeah, but now. It, but if they denied
0: you, then it'd be a different story. Well,
1: I, listen, I'm not uh, I'm not calling anybody out. I don't. I'm not looking to get anybody in trouble. The person that did this, he did me a solid, and uh, you know that's what it is. Right. But I I think the point really should be is how easy it is to get a credit card at a at a box store. You know, it's crazy how how people can be like sympathetic to you. In a situation like that's how fraud happens. Yes, of course, that's it exactly is. how fraud happens. Yeah, you feel like oh well, this guy seems. I mean, I am on the up and up. It was all of my information. I didn't give anything that was false. It was all true.
0: You know, I I never apply for store credit yeah. cards, and it's it's it, for no real reason other than I, I just don't. Well, I, I don't, just don't want
1: it. I don't either because I have a. Uh, like I said, like, like there's so many things about me that are just like you know, you know in disarray. You know my life is in just disarray. You walk around my house, it looks like a pigsty because it's just like clutter everywhere. Sure, With kids and there's nobody. There's no other adult in the house. Like you know. Encouraging me to complete things or help do things. Yeah,
0: and you're too busy watching Nicolas Cage movies well, to get that, off your well, ass and I clean was it. Sick
1: when I was doing that, I wouldn't. That would be the only reason I'd watch a Nicolas Cage movie if I was on my deathbed. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty good about my you know keeping track of my money and and making sure that I save my money and sure. you know, like like I'm I'm pretty anal about that keeping mm. where. Like i where I want my credit to be and all that stuff. So I hate open. Like I only have one credit card. I now I have two. Right. But no, I only had one, and I like it that way. I got
0: I got three. There's one I don't use.
1: Yeah. See, I don't think that's good for your credit score though, because you ha- if you have revolving credit that's open and you're not even using it.
0: Well, what they what some places will do is they'll just deactivate the card f- for they, lack of eventually use. Eventually they will. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't. You know, I I, I paid this one off. And you know, transfer the balance to a card with a better rate, yeah. and uh, everything is fine. And that and that card is uh, is has been well managed over time. But it's like you know, you know, I, I, But as far as like store credit cards, yeah, I I just don't get involved in it. I think I got one, and I think it was because, you know, I was buying a lot, and the discount was yeah. like enticing. I just said, all right, you know what, I'll I'll get it,
1: but I've never used it since. Uh, and and the person he didn't know me. It wasn't like he was like, hey, I know you. You're the guy from the radio. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't say it. Like, maybe wait, Maybe
0: he did. He just didn't want to cause a scene.
1: He, he could have. But, uh, you know, I, again, I'm happy it all worked out for me. Yeah. But it's kind of unnerving to think how easy that is to do. All you need is a social security number. Well, you need all the information. Yeah, because I had to put all the information in, like the address and the and sure. All but that if stuff. if you're able to get, but if, it's which not, is easy to get.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, you you think about it, it would not be that complicated to have all that information and right. then to use it against, yeah, uh, you know, somebody else's identity.
1: Yeah, I, I it do kind of It's but, a little hey, sketch. I got a new shower door. Look great.
0: Yeah, but of course, you still have a a damaged floor that needs to get paid for. You might want to open another credit no, card no, no, no. To, f- to fix that problem.
1: The only that, the thing that was damaged was the drywall. That's been replaced. Yeah. And so now there's like a – he's making a box in there so you can get in there. Oh, I see. Yeah, You know, I know, know what I mean? Like yeah. a panel access panel thing yeah. so you can pull it down if you need to. Uh, to- which makes sense. I don't know why anybody doesn't do that when they build homes like that to begin it
0: depends with. Depends on the age of your home. If you've got an older home where the codes were totally different, if there were codes yeah, at all, but th- but then yeah, there's no access.
1: This was within the last uh, ten years.
0: Well, then they definitely should have been able to have an so. access. So
1: yeah, they should have put something in there to access that thing. I don't know why people do. It's always funny when you get uh you know like uh, you get like another guy in your house like. It knows about stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, who the hell did this? Like it's your fault. No. You know who did that? The guy who didn't care. He just wanted to collect his paycheck and go home for the weekend. <laughs> he just said, you know what? That's it. We'll just wrap that right up in what, you Remember been...
0: those uh, HGTV shows? where They yeah. were mostly you know, produced in Canada, but it would have this guy... And he's a home inspector. He'd go to all these homes, and he'd find all of these things are like way out of code, bad, wa- yeah. you know, faulty wiring, you know, ridiculous plumbing, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know, bad uh, drywall. I mean, all these horrible things that that affected the structural integrity of the house. Mm-hmm. And they goes in, and it's like tens of thousands of dollars for every for every yeah. fix. Yeah. And this guy would just go, and he's like. Okay, maybe and sure, it's Canada, but are is it any different here in the United States? And it's probably not. Even with your home inspection when you buy the house, not every inspector is going to look at every exacting detail that exists well, in the home. Y- you
1: know, the guy that I had to do my house, actually he was very thorough. And I'm actually kind of upset with myself that I didn't push the issue more. Because the home inspector's job isn't to tell you whether to buy the house or not; they're just making you aware of everything that is wrong with this place right, and then you're gonna decide with your realtor or whoever you're negotiating with that the price down based on those on those repairs, sure, but you don't always go after everything you go after things that like are that could be uh Detrimental to the health of the house.
0: Yeah, like a new you roof know? or something like that. Something like yeah.
1: that. In my case, it was these lights, these skylights that I had that were leaking, and the home inspector saw that with the little he had the little humidity thing. Yeah. Well, he that was the that was the area of the house that had the most uh, moisture collecting on on this infrared thing that he had. So that was like the priority, but he also found moisture in the exact same spot that I'm tearing this hole out. And we didn't go after that because there was, there was a plumber that came and signed off on it and said it was fine mm-hmm. because it was fine. There was, no pl- there was no issue with the pipes. It was, it was the it was overflow a- of the water. It was something that was beyond the plumbing issue. Right. So the plumber didn't lie about it. He just said, there's no water leaking here. And a plumber that would go out and inspect it wouldn't. There was no other indication that there was water leaking down there. You know what I'm saying?
0: I yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. The so, and the and you know if you had to pick and choose between the two things, those windows need to, to replace immediately.
1: Because it was and it was it was probably the most costly thing to replace and yeah. you know being uh, to the health of the house kind of thing. So I should have probably pushed that issue more cuz now I'm replacing it. I thought uh, somebody found your wallet. Yes. But that was the point. My my sister in law found the wallet on my floor yesterday. Yeah, underneath the it, it fell off the counter and it was like kind of wedged under the kitchen, like the lip of the the cabinets. Yeah, so I didn't see it. So she took it out, but I had to meet this guy before I went home. Ah, oh, I see. I see. And so you didn't have a chance to, to go-, go home. Was like forty minutes. They
0: didn't have a chance yeah. to go. To go home and then all the way out to that big box store that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I got uh, you. that's
1: the thing. But uh, that's how easy it is to get a big box credit card.
0: It's 724 with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. Attention with Radio Icon Steve Nagle.
1: Thanks, Bax. New this morning, a police officer was shot outside of the MGM Springfield Casino just after midnight. Following the shooting on Court Square Avenue, the suspect ran into the casino's parking lot where he was shot by police. According to a Springfield Department spokesperson, the officer was brought to Base Tape Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries. The suspect, an adult man, was also brought to the hospital with injury injuries. By 6 a.m., a Springfield police forensics truck was still parked uh, outside the casino parking garage. The ground-level valet parking entrance to the garage was cordoned off with police tape. Several masked uh, police cruisers were parked nearby, too. That's just what we saw.
0: So uh, so explain that to me. So this situation started at MGM
1: and ended on Court Street. Uh it's it sound, uh, following a shooting ran the suspect ran into the casino's parking garage. It doesn't necessarily mean he was at MGM. The parking garage is open to anybody that wants to go in there.
0: All right. So I mean I, I just yeah. don't I just don't want anyone to think, "Ooh, MGM is a really violent place to be." It's not. It's just that's where this situation ended right
1: uh i guess so all right if you want to make that assumption i'm you not making any right assumptions
0: ahead. i'm just you know i'm just wondering because you know you know how people can be you know people when they you know like, oh there's a shooting uh, on worthington street well everyone assumes it's downtown but you know a couple years ago it happened and it was way up the hill people say, well, i'm a going downtown
1: well that wasn't in downtown worthington street goes all the way to worthington well, no, it doesn't quite go that far. <laughs> I thought that's how those things work. Let me say, like, Dartmouth Street goes to Dartmouth. It doesn't. What about Springfield Street? That goes to Springfield. In some areas. Depending on where you are. Boston Road goes to Boston. Technically,
0: I think you can get to Boston yeah. by
1: taking it, but uh, it's a long stretch. There's another Boston Road uh, down in Connecticut, too. That's that's true. Yeah, so yes. That, that one go, that's a Boston Road, too.
0: There's uh, an old Boston Road off of Boston Road.
1: It's Get not Boston Road. It's the old one. The old Boston.
0: The old Boston Road.
1: I see those, and I'm like, how the hell did anybody even make this a road? You know, some of those, like, old this one or old that one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's kind of weird, especially up in the hills. You know, where they got the was old buggies and all that stuff. Anyway, uh, Springfield uh, police detectives are investigating the shooting and reviewing body camera footages from the officers involved. The Hamden DA's office was aware of the incident. Uh, portions of State Street were closed to traffic as police investigated. The street has since been reopened. Speaking of streets been reopened, uh, remember I was talking about the two correctional officers last hour and the inmate? Yeah. I'll, we'll tell you that story again. Hamden County Sheriff's Department vehicle was involved in a car accident on West Avenue in Ludlow yesterday afternoon. According to the Sheriff's Department, the accident occurred around 3.25 p.m. An inmate was inside of the vehicle at the time, and the airbags were deployed in the cruiser. Two correctional officers and the inmate were taken to a nearby hospital for treatment, but are expected to be okay. As about 4:30, uh, West Avenue from Gadu Street to Ronald Street remain closed to traffic, and I'm like, I, I'm guessing it's still open. You know? Yeah. And then uh, I, I heard from the sheriff himself, uh, say, and he said, uh, yes, the road is in fact open. Well, that's good to yeah. know. And here, I, we, here we are, last I, hour saying we never get updates but, on this but, kind of thing. But my question, my question was like, what do they do in a situation like this? Because you're, you know, it's not just like a regular uh, a car accident. This is something where you're obviously providing. Uh, transportation for a, a prisoner mm-hmm. uh somewhere right uh, and I said, what do they do? Do they like surround the vehicle like and the vice cops come out? And, you know step out of the car with your hands handcuffed you and know, he like- did he answer that question? Uh, he said, we send a replacement team for transport and then they send the officers to the hospital and then they work with the Ludlow police as well to make sure that the uh, the suspect is
0: that dude's got it all figured out' gonna be okay when it comes to contingency pl- contingency planning. The dude's got that figured out.
1: Well, uh yeah, I mean when they said the airbags were deployed, I'm like, were they talking about the two correctional officers and stuff? All right, you know I'm what? Just yeah, kidding. come on now. I'm just Stop kidding. It. I mean, I've known
0: people who've been on that uh, that uh, that that travel uh, detail. It's a good detail, but it's like uh, you know.
1: Oh, to bring the prisoners back and forth.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes it's for medical reasons, or they're being transferred from one one facility to the other, or yeah. you know, rehab, or you know, whatever it could be.
1: I, um, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I uh, I knew somebody that did that too. Yeah, uh, and and made bank. You make bank doing that.
0: Oh, I don't. I don't know if uh, we. My my friend and I never discussed uh, money.
1: Well, this person would tell me, uh, you know, to rub it in my face, how little I was making versus how much he was making not really doing anything. How right kind of there? friend is that? I don't know. But, uh, he Who does that? He would go from this, uh, it wasn't Ludlow, it was another uh, jail. It wasn't even, in, it was in New York State. And it was like, yeah, we uh, we this, uh, We took this. had to take this one guy uh, all the way, it was like a two-hour drive, and then they had to sit there. Yeah. To wait for this guy to—I don't know—he's like seeing a lawyer or something. Like there was something going on with this guy. They wound up getting like 15 hours worth of pay for like a four to six hour trip because of all the things. It was on a it was like a, started on a Sunday night, okay. turned into a Monday, mm-hmm. but it wasn't wasn't very long. You know, it was kind of well, weird. It, you know, it's an important part of what they do. You, know, you guys gotta yeah.
0: go from one place to another. The, uh, on the other hand, like you said last hour, it's like, uh, well, what happens if you have, like, a fugitive situation? Yeah. And by the fugitive, I mean, like, the movie, The Fugitive. Like, you
1: know, yeah, Harrison you send- Ford's in the backseat with a bunch of other dudes. Oh, and you send Tommy Lee Jones out to find them. That's what I want to know. Was Tommy Lee Jones on the scene yesterday at the uh, accident in uh, West Street?
0: I think Tommy Lee Jones is, like, 85. I don't, I don't well, know he's if he's really, you
1: know, mean a guy you'd call in. Doesn't mean you couldn't kick somebody's ass if he had to. Uh, Speaking of jails, the Western Mass Regional Women's Correctional Center was awarded a 100% score during a comprehensive audit by the American Correctional Association. That place is so clean, you can practically eat off the floors. Making the facility one of the top-ranked jails in the nation. Uh, Judged on a review of 88 mandatory and 496 non-mandatory standards, the auditors from Washington-based nonprofit determined the Chickabee facility and its minimum security program had achieved or exceeded all benchmarks aimed at maintaining a safe and humane correctional institution.
0: It's so fantastic, you're almost happy to be incarcerated.
1: Well, you know what? That's something that uh, the sheriff's department should be really proud of, too, yes. I think. Because, you know, how many times do you hear of all these you know jails across the country that are like, you know, rat-infested crap holes? Mm-hmm. and. hmm uh, uh, we ate rat feces for dinner tonight.
0: And we liked it. Yeah. And we've both seen enough episodes of, uh, you know, Orange is the New Black to know they're not all built the same.
1: Yeah, and uh, even uh, uh, Sheriff Kochi said, earning this recognition is a testament to the high standards we live by and drive of the uh, staff to exceed them. So, pretty good deal. Dude's got it all figured out. What's, uh, what's so great about Western Massachusetts? Well, let me tell you something. Our women's jail, top in the nation. It's like, like we're gonna just add one of these extra things to yeah. what makes Western Mass so great.
0: I mean, you know, it's 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 like a it's like a five horse, five star hotel with bars.
1: You know, you'd uh, you want to go see uh, what's uh, what's the uh, what's uh, Trinidad and Tobago? You okay. want to go to uh, uh, name some other fancy place? I don't care. The Mediterranean Sea. Sure, you go right. To all these places, right? No, right. You right. want to go.
0: New York, London, Paris, Munich, Chicopee.
1: Chicopee. That's the place to be.
0: That is the place to be. If you're going to get
1: incarcerated, Chicopee, Massachusetts is the place to do it. If you're a female.
0: Yeah, ladies. uh, I mean, no one wants to commit a crime, no one wants to lose their freedom. But if you're going to go one place, go there. It's fabulous. Well, like I said, it's something. Concierge uh, service. Uh, you know, I believe there's a business center, maybe a pool, complimentary breakfast, lunch, and
1: dinner. I don't know about And a beautiful that. cot that he'll say,
0: man, I slept fantastic on this cot.
1: The uh, Historical Commission of Westfield voted Monday evening to declare the Slovak Citizens Club a historically significant building in order to help secure Community Preservation Act funds for the building's restoration. Have you ever been to the
0: Slovak Hall I, in I, Westfield? I am not uh, Slovakian, and I've never had a reason to
1: go in there. Uh, here, right here, is where the first pickled egg dropped on the floor. <laughs> Get me the historical commission. Yeah. The, club on, uh, the club building on East Silver Street was con- constructed in 1904 and served as a community center for Slovakian immigrants to Westfield. Many Slovakian immigrants first went to uh, Pennsylvania to work in coal mines there, but several eventually came to Westfield, choosing to work at the Columbia Manufacturing Plant, which had just opened at the time. Okay. Over the last 122 years, the building has served as a gathering hall for immigrant groups, a bar and a restaurant, and general recreation center for the neighborhood. It's like, it's like an Elks Club, is what it is. It's not like...
0: Well, okay, but you know there are some Elks Clubs just in this area. That had some pretty highfalutin people uh, as members easily be called uh, a historical landmark.
1: Well, I guess, uh, I don't know. I just, like, there are certain, like, I've been in that building before, and it is run down. Yeah. But is it really worth saving? Like, I don't... uh, Of course it's worth saving. Yeah, but there's certain things that are worth, like saving as a bill and they do it like, you know, in West Springfield, there's that little building. I don't even know what the hell that is. It's on, uh, right on the town green there. It's a little tiny building. I don't even know what it is, but it's some kind of historical thing Yeah, that that wasn't even the original place for it. It was actually moved from somewhere else, but it was a small enough building that they, you know, they could move it there and had some sort of, has some sort of six historical thing. I don't know what okay. was, what's going on with it, but you know, like, why can't you do that? What, why can't you just take a, can't, knock it down, build something new, build something Steve, fresh and, and first of all, what?
0: you know you you can't uh, erase the uh, the importance of historical landmarks like that. I mean you know we don't have a place that may have had, uh, you know uh, like a like a president or vice president walk through it, mm-hmm. or you know like a, like a major piece of uh, legislation signed in that building or you know, something significant whatever whatever it could be. Yeah. You can't just tear it down and say, Oh, it's a dump, let's, let's just get rid of it. No, we need to embrace parts of our history. We need to I'm sure there was a lot going on over the years at the Slovakian club. You know, and uh some of those people probably uh, did some pretty marvelous things. And be ashamed to see it just go away because you don't like the building.
1: It's not that I I, I just don't think it's worthy of being restored. It's not like it was like a, like an old school or something that has some historical significance okay. to it. I know. I don't know, I I know just... for a fact
0: that the Knights of Columbus here in East Law Meadow is an historical building. And you know why? Because at one point, I believe in 1963, there was the largest stack of plastic cups ever amassed in America. Really? Yeah. You can't turn your back on something like that. Mm, a bunch of old guys drinking uh, like uh, from like 8 o'clock in the morning to... at night, and they stacked all these cups, and not one of them fell over. People were amazed by that, and they thought, you know what? If we ever turn our back on this legacy, then we will all be to blame. We will all suffer as a result of this. We all
1: would suffer. Yes. Um, Years ago, it was probably around 2007 or 2008 or so, right? And uh, I think it was probably more around 2008. And uh, a friend of mine and I went up to this uh, do a comedy show at the Route 63 Roadhouse in Miller's Falls. <whistles> Sounds nice. Where a total of five people came out to see that comedy show. Oh, but they laughed. Yeah, they laughed very hard. We, uh, we laughed, too. We didn't have much money to take home with us. All that. you had was the laughter. Yeah, so uh, him and I, uh, we drive back, and we're driving back through Miller's Falls, and then we get to... Like I guess it's Deerfield or South Deer. I don't know where that mm-hmm. is. It, it, it's in that in that area there. And uh, I had seen on the way, it looked like a somebody's house, but it had like a like a beer sign on the outside. Okay, like they were a bar. Mm-hmm. So I said to my buddy, I was like, "Let's stop in there on the way back." And we stop in there. It's like nine o'clock on a Sunday night. This old guy. It was weird. It was like his house was on one side of the building, Mm -hmm. and this little thing was like a bar, but it was uh, not—it was like his own personal space. So it
0: wasn't really open to the public, per se.
1: Well, it was because he charged his money, and he rang up in a cash register, and uh, he had to move newspapers off the bar for us to enjoy the beer there. (laughs) And we had one beer and we left, but it was just, it was like one of the weirdest things. I've never seen the place ever again. And I don't even remember, you know how you've only been to a place once? Yeah. And then you go back there years later. Cause I'm like, Hey, I wonder if that place is still up there and I can't find it now. So if anybody knows what that was. Yeah. I don't know. The guy's probably dead now. Cause he was like, he looked like he was about 90 years old then. Was there anybody else in this place? Uh, just the two of you and the old guy? Yeah. Uh, it was. You're just the two of us and the old guy. Interesting. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm insulting the bartender at the Slovak Hall now. Yeah. See, I knew I was going to piss somebody off with of that. Yeah, you got to be careful. Uh, the U.S. has its problems, but <laughs> pent-up sexual tension is apparently not one of them. You ready for this, Bax? Sure. A new study looked at sex health throughout the world by analyzing international Google searches for things related to quote sexual wellness, okay, pornography, sex, uh, self pleasure, STI tests. Sex-related products and OnlyFans accounts, and after crunching the number, America makes number one, the sexual wellness capital of the world, where the most, where the
0: healthiest sexually, yeah, anywhere on the planet. Yeah, there's no country
1: that's doing better than we are. Uh, Germany is fourth. <sighs> Man she think they'd be number two. I cra- think they'd be number one. Yeah, with all that crazy crap they do, and they're, uh, they're still, um, you know, going at it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's uh, pretty uh, crazy.
1: Yeah, so uh, Australia is second, followed by the U.K., Germany, Canada, Italy, France, Spain, the Netherlands, and Russia. They didn't list every country, so it's unclear who's the most sexually frustrated, but I'm going to go with Russia.
0: Oh, I don't know. I I'm not so sure about that. But yeah, you know, I mean, I'm surprised to hear that because I mean, we, you know, there's a lot of people that feel like uh, America is kind of uh, in a way a very uh, sexually uptight country. You yeah, know, like uh, you, you like uh, watch like uh, like British television shows. Oh, yeah. You know, they'll yeah, show like yeah. like yeah. the yeah. Benny Hill show. He'd show bare boobs on TV in the 70s.
1: They love bitty. Yeah, yeah. it was from that Little Britain show they used to have on too.
0: Yeah, remember like yeah. there was one scene where there was a woman like at a at like a like a like a, like a fruit stand and she had like two uh,
1: cantaloupes
0: like right in front of her and it oh, looked like yeah. she wasn't wearing a shirt and yeah. it looked
1: like two boobs sitting on a table. Everything I needed to know I learned from the Benny Hill show. I'm with you. Yeah, I learned so much. Uh, they also broke it down into uh, cities. London is the sexiest city, followed by Melbourne, Australia, New York City, L.A., Houston, Chicago, Perth. Uh, Sydney, Toronto, and Adelaide, Australia. Uh, Here's some other stats, though. The U.S. has the most OnlyFans accounts by far. Three times more than the United Kingdom, which ranks second. Interesting. That's a lot. That that is a lot. Uh, But the U.K. is self-pleasure capital of the world. No kidding. I never pictured the Brits to be the self-pleasure people. The things you know. Uh, let's see London and Paris tied for the highest volume Of monthly Pornhub sur- searches The British yeah. I'm really surprised to hear that New York City and LA were next uh, The top trending sexual wellness products are You ready? Okay Vibrators yep. Candles Latex free condoms Lube massage oils <laughs> <laughs> Aphrodisiac scents, massages, speed, speed cockers, <laughs> <laughs> elixir oils, and this one's for shooting down police helicopters. Oh,
0: I don't need that yet.
1: <laughs> so there you go. We are uh, we are sexually well here in the U.S.
0: Aren't we supposed to be talking to Laura Korn uh, fairly soon?
1: Yeah. Uh, that's coming up closer to Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. All right. So we'll, uh, And Dr. Sadie. Oh, is she going to be sending us sex toys this yes, time? Yes, she will. Yes, she will. I actually have to respond to her. She wrote me an email last night. Thinking I'd,
0: of you, what are you wearing, one of those kind of uh, emails? Well, that's what I thought
1: it was, but then I realized, hey, I'll say." Well, when, when, when a woman starts out an email, hey, I'd love to send you some sex toys, I'm very interested in what she has I, to say I usually, after that. I usually think that's spam. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, she'll be on as well. Oh, terrific. We'll, we'll, we'll get into all her products. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast, uh, which is brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Fogbuster is velvety smooth and never bitter because it's air-roasted, and you can find it at every Big Y Express. Going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 28, tomorrow cloudy with a high of 34. It's 2 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Dangle, and that's the news on Rock 102. Aw, yeah. Hi, I'm Christopher Vialli, president of Cambridge Credit Council.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810 and Journey on Rock 102.
1: Going to be uh, pretty cold out there today. A high of only 28 and a low of 3 for the overnight tonight. Tomorrow, uh, cloudy with a high of 34. Could see some snow showers as well starting tomorrow night. And then could see anywhere from 1 to 16 inches. I don't know what that's to uh, i like three. to
0: have a little bit more specificity there. You know, uh, how do you plan for 1 or 16 inches? Uh. Well, yeah, how much milk and eggs am I supposed to get? I don't know. Yeah. You know, uh, speaking of uh, of groceries, you know, whenever you, you talk about uh, you know a, a weather event like this, you have everybody going to the grocery store mm-hmm. all at the same time trying yeah. to load things up. And I'll, I'll be no different because I, you know, we're kind of low on food as it is uh, going into the weekend. Mm-hmm. came across this story uh, yesterday, uh, Heinz Craft, which one of the, uh, the top, uh, food and consumer brands in America.
1: Oh, they own the Patriots too.
0: No, that's a different company. Yeah. Uh, I uh, believe Mr. Kraft makes paper. It's a paper gotcha. company. Gotcha.
1: Anyway, uh, they
0: have sent a recent letter to its customers. Now, I, I didn't get a letter. I don't know what the you know why I got boxed out of this information. But in the letter, they say that in the month of March, uh-huh. dozens of their products will see an increase in price. All right. Now, uh, let me just set the table uh, for you on what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. There will be an increase on Velveeta okay. of 6.6%. 6. 6.6. 30% on a three-pack of Oscar Mayer turkey, ba- turkey bacon. Now, I don't like turkey bacon, frankly. I mean, I, if I'm going to have bacon, it's going to be the pork fat bacon. <laughs> right. That's also going to go up by a significant amount. But so will uh, Oscar Mayer cold cuts, hot dogs, sausages, Maxwell House coffee, TGIF frozen chicken wings, Kool-Aid, and Capri Sun drinks. That is my entire diet. Everything I eat is going to see an increase of anywhere between uh, 5 to 30%. I haven't bought... Any of that stuff.
1: You haven't bought a hot dog? Not that kind. What about sausages? Even you go buy sausages? Yeah, but I, again, it's about the brand name. I don't really usually go Oscar Mayer when I go for the brand now, names for the stuff. You know, the but, Oscar Mayer was like the we had the baloney when I was a kid.
0: Right, right. But Heinz Craft is a big company with a mm-hmm. lot of different brands associated yeah. with it. They're, they're a larger company that distribute, uh, distribute products. Under different names. Right. And if I you know, had that, I mean, I could, I suppose I could uh, look it up, you know, what kind of, uh, you know, brands they've got. Uh, hold on a second. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do that because I'm going to let you into
1: a secret. All you know, the brands of craft Heinz? All the crayons of, uh, of
0: uh, okay, okay, here we go. Uh, this includes, all their brands include things like uh, all the craft products, Lee & Perrin's. Uh, oh,
1: Worcestershire
0: sauce. Right. Okay, I have that. Uh, Kraft mayo, Kuhwip. Whip, a and one steak sauce, Philadelphia cream cheese, Planter's nuts. All these things fall under that blanket of Heinz Kraft.
1: Orida potatoes. That's like every French fry out there.
0: Jet puffed marshmallows. In the wintertime uh, when you're having your hot cocoa. What are you going to put inside there? Your marshmallows. It's going to cost you. They're going to jack up the price on marshmallows. Do you see what's going on here right now? Inflation is going to get worse and worse as we get closer. Breakstone sour cream. You would not believe the amount of sour cream that gets used in my house. We eat that stuff like it's pudding.
1: Is there's a shortage of? Oh no, it's cream cheese that there's a cream shortage cheese. There's there right there's now.
0: a uh, there's a shortage,
1: and and and
0: now, uh, oh, MacCraft Craft uh, Macaroni and Cheese. Your kids probably eat a ton of
1: that, don't they? Um. Yes and no. Uh, not a ton of that. I don't really care for the Craft brand. <laughs> what? Uh, we either buy the uh, the Annie's.
0: Oh, that's sweatshop macaroni and cheese.
1: Or. We make our own mac and cheese. Oh, that is, which is better, absolutely delicious.
0: Right, but when it comes when it comes to processed food, which mm-hmm. most of us, I think, we can all agree, that's where we're yeah. eating. Yeah,
1: and, yeah these you know, are popular brands. I'm not gonna lie. There, there's probably a lot of things that people Caprice Suns. I mean, we buy those.
0: I mean, Miracle Whip is made by these people. Now they're doing you a favor, frankly. But uh, Cheese Whiz. I like
1: Cheese Whiz. You like Cheese Whiz? I love. No, I don't like Cheese Whiz. I don't like any of that. St- See, that's the thing. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Velveeta. I don't like Velveeta, and I don't like uh, the Cheese Whiz stuff. That okay. Stuff
0: is... All right. You know, to each his own. What about Klaus and Pickles? Those are good pickles. Those are quality pickles. Uh, I do Velasics. Oh come on! I don't like my. Well, first of all, I don't like my pickles cut. I like a full pickle, big, thick, fat pickle. But Clausens are terrific. But you know, you're talking about uh these are these are yeah. products that are used by most of America. And I don't think they know what's coming. It's it's bad enough when you're going to a grocery store now and you got whole shelves of of items. Things that you actually go to yeah. the grocery store for that are not available.
1: I told you it was uh like chicken broth is is getting harder to find. Yeah. Like, the uh, like the varieties of chicken broth. Like, uh, the one I would always buy was the Nor. It was a giant bottle of Nor chicken bouillon. Yeah, outlet, right? right. Yeah. And uh, that would be great because you could just take a, you know, teaspoon of it or a tablespoon of it or whatever you needed for your recipe and throw mm-hmm. it right in there. And mm-hmm. uh, it gets harder to do that when you have the little bouillon cubes, which that's hard to find, too, those little cubes. You can't find those. The only thing that seems to be available is that better than bouillon stuff, which is oh, yeah. like, I don't, I guess it's a, it's a acceptable substitute, but it's not quite the same as getting. The, it's also the, a little pricey too. It is a little pricey. Yeah. It's like $6 a jar. See, I usually. Very, it's not very big.
0: See, I usually uh, get the actual uh, stock that's been squeezed yeah. from chickens. Yeah. Uh, I get that stuff. I don't get like the instant stuff. You like your chickens tortured. Yeah, well, yes, in a, in, a, in a very real sense. I mean, I suppose I could you know take the time to make my own stock, but that's a full day process, and who's got the time? Yeah, I'd much rather you know like twist off a plastic cap and do it that way, you know, yeah. the way God intended. But nevertheless, those kinds of products are all going to be jacked up starting in March. Gotcha. And it's you know, and everyone's at the point now where they say, "Hey, can we get a little bit of a break at the grocery store?" It's not the grocery store's problem. There's you know supply and demand issues. There's yeah. supply chain. <laughs> issues driving all of that right it's inflation it's just you know, basic inflation and you know that what that means is is the average slob like me or you who's got a family and mm-hmm. you know people in your house i mean you'll you'll want to eat but you want to eat on the cheap uh you know that everything winds up being connected you've got you know, you inflation mm-hmm. with uh grocery <laughs> products regardless of what that means restaurants increase their prices You know, uh, every vendor that's involved has to increase their prices. Yeah, It winds up having this trickle effect that winds up making things very expensive. And and they're warning you ahead of time. It's going to get a lot worse before it ever gets better. So if you're one of these people that's living on Velveeta or uh, Oscar Mayer hot dogs or their bacon.
1: I don't fool around with no Oscar Mayer wiener.
0: There's nothing wrong with an Oscar Mayer wiener. No, I was just, I'm just uh, uh, saying quoting
1: that, a line from the song Funky Cold Medina.
0: I got it. Yeah. But you're going to have to prepare yourself now because things are going to get a little bit uncomfortable.
1: Things are already uncomfortable, Max. I, I don't agree. Know why, you know, why. I like that you've brought the doomsday conversation to us that the world is going to end with the increase of the price of Velveeta. It's, yeah,
0: Velveeta is just one of the many products we're talking about here. I mean,
1: I, but it's like, okay, when it's all supposed to even out, isn't it? Cost of living increases and, you know, and people get, you know, 3% raises every Yeah, but year Steve, and, uh, you, know. you
0: understand, don't you? What? That most people are not going to get those raises because everyone else is raising the costs of the things they have to buy. And with inflation, sometimes companies or employers will say, "Listen, I can't afford to give you a three percent raise right now. I can't yeah. afford to give you the cost of living increase that you were expecting. And that, so you're not going to get it. So if you're, if I'm, uh, if I'm not increasing uh, your uh, your salary or your hourly wage, then I guess you're going to have to find another way to buy your stovetop well, stuffing, which
1: is going up by twelve percent. You know what's going to happen? The entire economy is going to collapse." Because you can't keep doing this. You can't keep doing it. The government can't keep printing money, which nope. is what they do, because there's, no, there's nothing that backs our money other than confidence.
0: Right, and right now I have no yeah. confidence that if I have to go right. buy myself a, a, a bottle of A1 steak sauce, that it's going to be attainable. I might have to sell off some of the things I own just to have some Maxwell House coffee.
1: I, I don't think you're in the category of suffering... From these long-term prices, incre- long-term price increases of these products.
0: Steve, I don't, I don't think you really have a, are... a window uh, into my financial uh, state. But, uh, but be that as it may, sometimes when I look at uh, you know what uh, is staring me into the future, yeah. for example, the price of craft salad dressing. You know that uh, that uh, you know it, it will be a, a little bit tight. Yeah.
1: Around the house. You know that thing we do every year where we raise meals for people who are struggling and can't afford to buy meals? Yes. Those are the people that I would feel bad for having to face the increases versus a guy like you who can afford to buy these things even with the increase.
0: Heinz Craft owns TGI Fridays, too. If you wanted to get yourself uh, you know, one of the items on their menu, yeah. one of those little quesadilla things.
1: TGI Fridays.
0: It's going to run you.
1: Well, uh, you know, circling back to that uh, that open pantry thing, this will increase our take because the price of the products went up.
0: Well, yes, we'll be scanning at a higher rate. Right. I- I guess you way to go and look for that silver lining. You gotta look at it. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Everything I took said about Cool Whip and Jello, I take back.
1: Yeah, and it's it's not about. It's really not about the people we're helping. It's about our egos. And if our egos can be stroked even more with a higher dollar amount, then Heinz Craft Fifty (laughs) Seven, you go right ahead. Help us.
0: Help help ourselves. ourselves. Help Help others.
1: (laughs) It's a great way to it's a great way to support your community. Oh, two. It's a lovely two degrees in downtown Springfield. That's pretty much all you need to know about the forecast right now.
0: I got three degrees, but I think that's you know it it, it varies from one well, room to Well, You must to be room. on the
1: East Longmeadow Springfield line then. I, it's I, I three think, degrees in East Longmeadow.
0: Well, I just think I got more exposure to the sun mm-hmm. than maybe you do. I don't know. I just that's just uh, my my thought. Uh, hey, if you ever uh, miss uh, miss a show, you can always go to uh, Rock 102com and download the daily podcast. It's so. Simple to do. You can uh, download it on your phone, your laptop, your tablet, your Amazon Echo Dot, which you want to rock one oh two, and uh, never miss another show again. Also, Baxi's musical podcast. There's two of them up this week. The one that came up uh, this morning or late last night was uh, my conversation with uh, album cover artist Giannis from uh, from New Haven. Done like 300 album covers. Real interesting guy. It's a real cool conversation. You can check that out on the, uh, on the website, too. And also, uh, my conversation with uh, Marshall Crenshaw. Got a brand new uh, live album out now and some new reissues of albums that have never been released on vinyl. So you can check that out. Again, all those uh, all those platforms, you'll be able to find the podcast.
1: Yeah, and uh, nobody's paying us $100 million to be on those uh, podcast things. And matter No, fact, we're, we're actually, not. In fact, we're actually paying people to be on those. <laughs> yeah. We're nowhere near the Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah, no, magazine. we're not cracking
0: those kind of numbers. No. But, but, uh, but at least we're not uh, off, at least not we're demanding any ultimatums.
1: Yeah, like, we're like, not saying, hey, we're not going on Spotify anymore because Joe Rogan's got false information. But, again, if
0: you're yeah. Neil Young, that's really easy to threaten if you've already sold half of your, your music catalog for $150 million. Old that's man. real easy to do. Look
1: at my life. I'm a lot like you. I used to be on Spotify as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's 827. News is next. The Rock 102. Just about 829. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by Taxland. Boston Road in Springfield, Cottage Street in East Hampton, or at taxlandonline.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Uh, thanks, Bax. You're welcome, uh, there Steve. It's inc- new, well, not really new this morning. I already mentioned it last hour, but uh, there was an incident uh, this morning. A Springfield police officer and a suspect were both taken to base state following an incident in downtown Springfield early this morning, according to uh, Ryan Walsh. Uh, an officer was, quote, injured by a suspect on Court Square, short, Court Square Way shortly after midnight. The officer was taken to Bay State to be treated for injuries and is expected to be okay. The suspect then went into the parking garage at the uh, 0100 block of State Street where the officer involved shooting occurred. The uh, suspect, an adult man, was taken to Bay State for, to treated for serious injuries Body camera footage of the incident is being reviewed and the Hamden County DA's office has been notified. The identities of the injured officer and suspect have not been released at this time. Hmm. Uh, but here, you want to know what the 22 News crew saw? No, what did they say? Oh, my God, we were in the area just after it happened. We saw the big opening to the MGM parking garage blocked off and there was all these police cars and there's portions of State Street that were inaccessible to traffic. It's crazy.
0: You know there's gonna be a day when one of their reporters actually yeah. does sound like that, and we will laugh and laugh.
1: Well, that uh, I told you that my inspiration for that uh, 22 news crew is the kid that wouldn't shut up on the Polar Express. The kid with the glasses. <laughs> hey, you know, you know you know Santa's not gonna come for you. He's gonna give you cold and you stocking. Yeah! <laughs> I hate kids like that. And by the way, there's police cars all over State Street. It's crazy! It's a good call on your part, though. We're uh, headed for a bomb cyclone this weekend. Do you know what that is? Is that like the bombogenesis? It is the bombogenesis. They uh so 22 doesn't even explain the story. They pulled a meteorologist from Chicago to explain what a bombogenesis or but ba- Bombo, it? Bombogenesis? Uh bomb cyclone. All right. What am I thinking of? Bombogenesis. What well, that
0: there? was a, that's like another winter storm. Is it the same thing? I don't even know. I don't know.
1: I'm going to have to look this up now because now, now I'm confused. It's expected to merge with moisture coming out of the Gulf and turn into a heavy rain and snowmaker for the eastern half of the U.S. That's why Lapis says we could get anywhere from 1 to 16 inches.
0: Uh, okay, so an explosive cyclogenesis. Is also referred to as a weather bomb, a meteorological bomb, explosive development, a bomb cyclone, or bombogenesis. Those are
1: all allegedly interchangeable. Who told you to put on the bomb? Did I didn't tell you to put on the bomb. <laughs> Those things are unpredictable. <laughs> they are. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're headed for this uh, could-be-blizzard-like conditions uh, come, uh, come Saturday here. I don't like the sounds of that. I don't like, like the too, sounds of that.
0: I, I I need for my own uh, you know for my own sanity. I need a little bit of specificity. I, I need someone to
1: say well four inches. The problem is you know I wish if if we had snow that it would melt before the next one came. Right. Like if I had it my way, which I'm never going to have it my way, but if that were my choice, I would have the snow then melt away, then have more snow. Right. As opposed to this, which where I live, it's probably less by here because I I see it. there's not as much snow around here. Uh, But during that storm last week when I had COVID and I had to go out there and push the snow around in the Mm -hmm. driveway, well, the snowblower is broken, so I can only push the snow. So I just make these big, giant mounds of it. Right. And uh, that... In some areas, because I couldn't get the stuff out of the area, uh, then hardened. Yes. Uh, into a like six inches of thick ice.
0: And you're not too good walking on
1: slippery surfaces. No, I'm not good at walking. I'm not good at clearing them either. Apparently.
0: Um, maybe I'm just throwing this out there. Yeah. Maybe we should talk to somebody who knows a little bit more about. Uh, weather. weather bombs or explosive developments well, we could than we do. We could you know, do that. Like maybe we maybe we get Kelly Reardon on the show.
1: I don't think. Or is
0: she too busy?
1: She's probably she's getting married Saturday. I can't imagine she'd be want to come on this show tomorrow.
0: I, I don't see why not.
1: You know the the countdown is on. Did you go back and check the countdown?
0: No, I didn't. Uh, I mean, I've, I've been following it for a couple of weeks now, but I haven't. Uh, I haven't been on
1: like the last twenty four hours. Um. I don't know what I gotta check it out to see what the what the time is. It's not gonna be like one of these uh, you know Dustin Hoffman things where he's banging on the window of the church. Yeah right Uh, right. But uh, I'm just curious to see uh, you know what what day it is. You ready? Okay. Uh, Almost there. Almost there. Let's see. Hotty McHot Hot. Yeah there you go. Yeah and it says what? Uh, The countdown is. I don't know. It doesn't have it anymore. She got rid of the countdown. Really? It was on the story.
0: I mean, you, you know, there's other meteor-aloud meteorolo- weather people that we could talk to, right? I mean, it, it, we're not just
1: well, I tied mean, into that that know, one be, or the other. Well, that would be a first choice, but, you know. Lapis? I guess. He available? What about that Dave guy? He was pretty good. Dave web- Coombs? Dave Hayes the weather nut. Oh, yes. He was a good guy. He, he was kn- good. He actually knows a lot more than a lot of these folks do.
0: I don't know if that's true, but I think in a steel cage death match if it's between Dave Hayes the weather guy and an Adam Stremko. Yeah. yeah. I think
1: Dave could Dave uh, could hold his own. I don't think he has a wedding plan for Saturday. We'll probably get him on tomorrow.
0: We should try it. Yeah, you know, I because we haven't do. I mean yeah. we haven't had a we haven't had a bomb cyclone or a Bombo Genesis event in quite some time.
1: Papa loves Bombo. Mama loves Bombo. <laughs> a little Bombo Genesis <laughs> right. in my life. A little bit of weather bomb in my life. No, see, so you're doing two different songs. Yeah, I know. Oh. I was uh, doing a hit. Uh, Jenny Santos noticed that her father's bakery, Italian bread shop, was due for a fresh coating of paint with financial challenges caused by the pandemic. Santos knew it'll be difficult buying enough paint for the bakery, much fine less time to actually paint the bakery. She took to Facebook for assistance. And she wrote, uh, for all of you that know my dad, he's the kindest person imaginable. Santos wrote in the social media post he'd he'd probably not uh, he's probably not going to be able going to be happy that I'm asking for help this morning, but oh, well, the shop is pretty old and needs a simple paint job inside. Then hours later, Santos's post and inbox will be flooded with an outpour of love and support from the Springfield and neighboring community members. Hundreds of people volunteered to donate gallons of white paint, money, supplies, and hands to help remodel the Springfield Bakery. That's pretty cool. That's cool. The uh, amount of responses have been overwhelming, Santos said. Even women who own cleaning services offered to do jobs, uh, offered to do cleanup before and after. Located on Orange Street, the uh, Italian bread shop has been serving delicious baked goods in the Springfield community since 1978. Ooh, that's the year I was born. That's a good year. I was 12. <clears throat> uh,
0: I'm looking at the, uh, the menu over there right now, and uh, it's really not telling me very much.
1: We should go. She gets a couple loaves of bread. I yeah. like bread. You like bread? Yeah. Mayor, uh, Mayor Dom Dom uh, and uh, Massachusetts Representative Carlos Gonzalez have offered the community bakery a helping hand. Listen, these hands don't just take scumbags off the street of this city. <laughs> they rise to the occasion and make delicious bread, Italian bread. Bread that's going to make you m- want to join the mafia.
0: Come on, don't, don't, don't associate the mayor with any of that kind of uh, those shenanigans. No, I'm
1: just saying that, uh, you know, you're, you get so Italian that that's how you want to be.
0: Yeah, see, I you don't. I, that, you know, now you're just
1: uh, you're propagating stereotypes, and I, I won't, I won't, I won't participate in that. Jose Santos, originally from the Dominican Republic, learned how to make, uh, learned how to bake bread while working with Italian bakers over the years. His Italian mentors would uh, help him, would later help him open the Springfield Bakery in 1978. It's nice to see when you know the community comes together and helps support some places, but we've tried this before with other places that just didn't, wasn't going to make it. Like mm. it just you know I I'm not going to name any businesses you know yeah I know I mean we've
0: we've 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 done that before and 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 you know some you know some businesses can weather it and some can't I mean you know this what we don't often know is you know you know what kind of challenges are struggling businesses really facing you know and maybe and 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 in a lot of cases it's you know it's you know no fault of their own it's just that you know markets change communities change and you know you're either you either grow with the times, or you, or you just you don't grow fast enough.
1: Uh, you know, you know. We've talked about uh, you know different places, like like the White Hut, for example, or even the even the Student Prince. It's uh, sometimes an outside influence, like the Yees and the Picnelli's, yep. uh, can be successful with that because when you're a business owner, you get used to doing things the way they were. And if, you know, if you've owned the business for 30, 40 years, you might not be able to keep up with the changing times. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So then you get like you know, business entrepreneurs like the, uh, the geese and the, and, and the Picnelli's to do things like this. And you know, look how successful the student prince is. Oh, I know. You know I mean, listen. they've taken over. And, but they, the, the nice thing about that is they keep the nostalgia of it while upgrading it at the same time. To make it so it's not so different than the place before, but you know, also keeping the uh, authenticity of the food and things like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, it's a good comparison. I mean, you know, when the uh, when the Scherf family owned the Student Prince, I mean, it's 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 an iconic Springfield landmark. There's just, there's no question about it. And uh, you know, when when Rudy had to close it, I mean, there was a lot of thought into into that, and it was not a, a simple decision he had a lot of employees that have been there for decades you know the food you, know, the, you had a, a, a clientele that would that was you know I mean that, that just loved the place and supported it for years you're right. I mean when when Andy and Peter uh, bought it and you know gave it a fresh coat of paint and really they turned it back into what it deserved to have always been and you have to give them credit for for doing that and still having, you know you know Rudy be a part of that process too. Yeah I mean it's a shame that both you know Andy and and, and Rudy are no longer with us so two you know, two wonderful guys but that's you know that you know that was an important yeah. uh that was an important moment to have that place reopen.
1: Just I'm just and just like the White Hut keeping it, it, that alive too. I was just going to mention that. It, and and the thing about the White Hut is I mean obviously you know the it it's burgers and hot dogs it's not like it's so special you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it it was more of a landmark for this area and it really just needed some tweaking to get it back moving again and that's exactly what they did they redesigned the inside of the store you know it's it's there's more flow to it you yeah. know obviously there you know online ordering is a thing that has become really popular in the last couple of years but
0: it's so hard to operate a restaurant of any kind. It's such a challenging business. It's so difficult that when, you know, a restaurant decides to close, when you think about the commitment and the hard work and the staffing and everything else that it takes to own it, you sometimes can't blame someone for wanting to get out of it. And the the guys that own, you know, White Hut, I mean, they they had – you know, they had their challenges uh, yeah. in in that business as successful as it was, like any other restaurant business.
1: The uh, the people that I know that have done, like, restaurant business, mm-hmm. that, that, that owned restaurants or still own restaurants, the ones that are successful are the ones that have no lives outside of that <laughs> restaurant. Right. Because it is one of these, like, 12 to 18-hour day kind of things. Is- you, if, depending on what time you open or depending on what time you close, you know— you're there all day. Your life is dedicated to it. Yeah. Even, uh, even, you know, even if you had a small place, like a breakfast place or something, that's not hard. That's not easy to do. It's very hard work. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm thinking like, uh, you know, like Patsy's here in East Meadow. You know, when, when, when Patsy and his wife, uh, you know, Philomena, you know, sold the building. Yeah. I mean, they were at that place for 40 years. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and Patsy, I believe, was only 48 years old. <laughs> just, yeah, but why it was they... like all the time. He just, you know, it, it, yeah. he, he was, he had had enough. He had, you know, spent his entire life, uh, you know, keeping that business afloat. He did very, very well. He, you know, he you know he sold his house in East Meadow and moved into another one, got a place in Narragansett, and he's living the high life. And you know what? He earned it. He totally earned it. Absolutely. That was a good place for a long time.
1: But uh, I don't know if I could dedicate myself that many hours a day to some place. Like, it sounds like a great—everybody has the great idea going, hey, we should open a bar together.
0: Until you actually do, and you realize, oh, my God,
1: this is taking up every waking moment of my life. Yeah. Uh, The trial of a uh, Limestone County, Alabama man uh, who allegedly kept a squirrel supplied with meth to make it attack people has been delayed. Mickey Joe Pollock's trial was scheduled to start Monday, but it was continued until next month. Uh, Pollock faces charges for possession of a wild animal, stolen property, and possession of a weapon by a felon. He was arrested in June of tw- 2019. He was uh, uh, Pollock uh, will also face other charges later, according to court records. But anyway, they go to this guy's house to, like, you know, to do a drug bust, mm-hmm. and they found this caged squirrel. And before authorities acted on a search warrant, they were told that Pollock fed meth to the animal to keep it aggressive. And really? Then, yeah. And then it doesn't really kind of explain any more about it, But it, and I remember hearing about this a few years ago when it happened. But the follow-up was the authorities released the squirrel into a wooded area. Why would you do that to something that you didn't, may or may not be? Like, why would you put an animal like that with... Uh, Probably the aggressive behavior yeah, that can I don't, attack I don't know.
0: people. well I mean when you get a any animal hooked up on on very powerful drugs, very destructive drugs yeah you know I mean without any offer for rehab or a 12-step program or any kind of uh, you know medical or psychological support what, do you, what what do you expect? Well all
1: squirrels are addicts they're addicted to nuts they have this nut addiction yeah, that they no. cannot break I, I understand that. And by the way, have you noticed there are a lot more squirrels out now? Um,
0: we have a lot of squirrels in our yard, a lot of them. And I think a lot of it is, you know, there hasn't been a lot of snow. So they're just out just feeding and feeding and feeding and, you know, trying to you know, get fatter and fatter. Well, I'll tell you what, they are going to be surprised tonight with that big bomb cyclone that we're going to get. A bombo genesis. Yeah, that's right. A bombo. Papa loves bombo.
1: Okay, you, why don't you play with me with that one? Because I don't even know the song really that Papa well. Papa loves bombo. I really Mama don't. Papa loves bombo. I you don't know it that me? well. Wow. And you grew up. Uh, you were old. You're older than me. That's yeah. But was... we were
0: never a big mambo family. We were very uh, more of foxtrot.
1: See, I would have thought the Baxendales would have been the mambo type crowd.
0: No, no. I mean, mm. we knew some people that were you know, mambo people, but we were more uh, foxtrot and Charleston.
1: Yeah, those are kind of, like, boring, don't you think?
0: I didn't say we were an exciting family. Fox
1: in the Charleston. Hey, uh, your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be cold. High of only 28, but sunny. Tomorrow, uh, cloudy with a high of 34. It's 5 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, oh, yeah.
0: Let the savings begin. Allow me to introduce the highly anticipated...